we were really cool in high school. Um, we had oh, yeah. uh, clothes parties. <laughs> Sorry, I just snorted my tea. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a very special episode of That Pretentious Book Club. (laughs) Yeah, welcome back, you guys. Mm -hmm. If you guys have never considered joining our Patreon, I think you might want to join for this episode alone because you can see our video recording in which we are all somewhat in costume in honor of this episode. Uh, And we are joined today once again by a long lost pod nurse, Haley. So welcome back, Haley. It's me. Happy to be back. And that over there is your usual host, Kendall Shaw, a.k.a. Dr. Spoons. Yeah, boo, boo. Hey, nobody cares. She's all right. (laughs) And over there is your lovely, your talented Miss Ash O'Rourke, but you can call her Wheezy. It ain't easy to be Wheezy, even when you are dressed like a queen. (laughs) I did not expect that this was going to be like an in-costume episode. I just like logged on and everyone's wearing cloaks. And I was like, hang on. I don't I do have multiple cloaks but I didn't know where they it were was, so I grabbed my crown and put on a hood and now I have main character energy it was a spur so. of the moment decision you know I was like Impromptu, wait a minute yeah. yeah I have the technology mm-hmm. I also had the a technology cloak. yeah and I haven't actually worn this cloak in several years I'm glad to whip it out again Haley for the and special I, occasion yeah, use it. Haley and I were the cool <laughs> we were really cool in high school um we had oh, yeah. uh cloak parties <laughs> Sorry, I just snorted my tea. <laughs> Did Emily make your cloak for you? Yeah. Yeah, Emily made these for us so we could have a party. It was- wow, I just realized my uh, my husband got me this, my beautiful, like, sweater, Irish sweater with the hood, and he got me this crown. Aww. Aww. He's outfitting you. In, uh... He does outfit me, which is nice because I'm too cheap to buy myself the things that I want. <laughs> so he goes, you like it? I buy it. And I'm like, what are you? Wow. <laughs> That's like very some nice. Godfather stuff right there. Like I feel like <laughs> yeah. It, don't tell him that. He'll appreciate it way too much. He is recently calling himself the Overlord, which is a bit of a step up from he had been calling himself the King, mm-hmm. and he is still calling himself the King. So he has he himself has strong main character energy. But in my story, he's not the main character. I don't know what he is. He's <laughs> like. <laughs> He's like, is he an antagonist? Is he not? We don't know yet. <laughs> is he? He's a bit of an anti-hero. We'll see where the, where mm, the cards okay. fall, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it's great. How is everybody? I'll tell you right now. I have not slept in over twelve hours because I was working all night. So mm-hmm. if my voice sounds weird and oddly deep, I'm thinking that's why. Uh, that's funny. But I am very excited to be recording this episode nothing can keep me away from this not even the lure of my bed five feet away (laughs) if you see her like looking at it like it's at the corner like throughout (laughs) thinking about going she's dreaming she can't wait for the end of it i uh did not i did not uh work all night uh but i did stay up till like two in the morning finishing this book so nice but i also slept in so i can't complain but it's been a long time since I stayed up till two in the morning finishing a book. That so. wow. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like in a good way. Necessity this yeah. time. Yeah. Sure. 
<laughs> it was necessity. It was also good. Well, I was going to finish reading it earlier in the day yesterday. And then my mom was like, how about we go into town and have a girly day? And I was like, I have not had a girly day in so long since Spoons and I had a girly oh, day. that was so fun. And so we went and apparently I have a formula for girly days now, which starts at Neighbor's Pizza with drinks. Ooh, yeah. And then leads on from there. And so we started there. We ended up at TJ Maxx. And now I have some cute fall clothes. Oh, so yeah. I'm very pleased. She's a Maxinista. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> That sounds fun, man. Yes. I'm a Maxinista. Well, I buy clothes like probably twice a year. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, and I'm just so seasonal. I didn't realize it was time for me to buy fall clothes. But then TJ Maxx was like, it's, it's time. time. <laughs> and I was like, whatever the Max says, the Max gets. <laughs> <laughs> the Max overlord. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I'm pleased. But well, that's exciting. Sorry, you were saying, I love Haley, that. continue. Uh, was I saying something? No, I think you're telling us about your life, your week, your oh, uh, well, (laughs) I I worked. It was my third shift in a row last night. It was insane. Um, yeah, I mean, we're popping out those babies at the hospital. You know, it's uh, they're popping out. It's a full on business. Um, I have a. (laughs) (laughs) It's a full on business. What an industry. I do. Oh, um, I leave to go to Peru actually on Friday, so oh. that's fun for me because I haven't exactly prepared in the best way possible, if you will. Um, but I'm kind of ignoring that for now. It's okay. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I only sad. have fine. five days, but it's fine. I'm yeah. excited for y'all, but I'm like sad that you're gonna be gone. I'm like, wait, I'm gonna be depressed and lonely here by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized it's so sad. It's yeah, oh, it's okay. Yeah. But it'll, a little bit. It'll be two good. Weeks. Yeah, two whole weeks. What am I supposed That's to do? Exciting. <laughs> Come hang out with me. Okay. <laughs> what? okay (laughs) god you sound like my husband (laughs) is she an antagonist is she she she? no you guys are both my morally gray love interests in this Uh, love triangle oh nice perfect i love that for us true y'all weird spongebob loving ash uh feeling having you have a type Feeling happy. I do have a type. Has feelings. (laughs) Has feelings. feelings. You're feeling (laughs) happy. That's my type. (laughs) I went to a band competition yesterday because my little brother Mm -hmm. is in band. And it was so freaking fun. I love band. I get so excited. Oh, that's apparently also my type. Hobby was also in band. Oh, so continue there you band go. nerds, which I never would have thought was my type. Band, band nerds, nerds unite. So oh my god, it was so awesome. Like oh they did a great job. I was so excited for them. And there were also like so many other bands that I got to see. And like I know the area because I was in band in the same region, you know. So I'm like, oh, this should be good. Like one one of the like North Austin bands. Okay, because North Austin, that area is like one of the best marching band areas in the whole country. It is like oh. extremely uh-huh. competitive. So basically, going up against them, like you have no chance. But um, it's very fun to watch their shows because they're just mm-hmm. so fun, man. See, oh, I'm losing y'all. Y'all aren't. Y'all don't get banned. Y'all are. No, my bed is like calling me. Javi <laughs> makes me watch marching band videos on YouTube like weekly, <laughs> and I'm just like, 
He's like, isn't this amazing? And I'm like, it's amazing. I didn't know that. <laughs> and he's like, let's watch more. And I'm like, okay. Are you kidding me? And we watched so I'll come over and watch with him. What the heck? <laughs> he would be so pleased I... because I just clearly don't understand the allure. He's like, it's cool. Look, they're making patterns. And I'm like, I can see that. It is awesome. Band is awesome. <laughs> Plot twist in Ash's main character story. It's actually the two love interests that fall in love with each other. It's true. No, it's honestly so true. You guys have so much more in common with each other. <laughs> and I do feel like this is a good time to share. Did we share last week? I don't think so. But Spoons, should do you want to share with the pod what you got my husband for his birthday? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Because I, I think it was his uh, favorite birthday Oh, I'm gift. so glad. Well, it was your, you assisted me. Because um, I had, Yeah, but I would never actually I, buy it for him. And I was like, I bet she will. And it'll mean more coming from after her. After you told me about this, I was like, I do remember him telling me that he wanted this, but it was a while ago. Yeah, he tells us the first thing he says to everyone he yeah. meets, which is why we have not many friends. He, he I got Javi some uh, adult diapers um, mm-hmm. because he really wants. <laughs> experience going to the bathroom in his pants. He really wants to shit himself. I have no idea why. See, I can't even find it funny. I just I just find it so confusing. It's pretty bad. Like, oh my God. But it's so funny. I was like, you know what? I guess if this is his dream, everyone deserves a chance. It is his dream. You you gave him that and you gave him a A bottle bottle of mead, which he had, he saved for his actual birthday and he drank the entire bottle with the shepherd's pie I made him. And he was so happy. Oh, I'm glad he enjoyed it. And I'm shocked he wasn't wearing the adult diapers, but I did find the pack ripped open after the day after his party. And I was like, I don't, I'm not going to ask. I don't want to know. Don't want to know. Just leave it. You know, don't, don't inquire. Just leave it. But he said that you are like so close to being, uh, to having your hobby friendship subscription. Well, that's right. I got it, suspended so. because he found out through this pod that I don't agree with him on every single aspect of uh, life. Everything ever. Uh, so yeah. he was like, wow. He was like, what a liar. absolutely not. I can't believe she lied to me. I thought we were... Uh, I thought she agreed with me 100%, 100% the of the time, which yeah, I do not. No. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm shocking. Making my way back in, but you know, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to grovel. Really he he can. He'll realize he wants me back. Also, so you know. <laughs> I know. This is what I'm saying: is he can't live without you. You guys give something to each other that I can't give to either of you. <laughs> we. I do love hanging out with the two of you because I feel like it's a. I don't know we just vibe like it's like you you vibe it's obviously we vibe but then there's like jokes that Javi will make that only I will laugh at it's really a symbiotic it's like the vibe is complete it comes full circle I only have like like I am fully vibing with you and fully vibing with him but you guys don't fully vibe with me because you guys will tell me jokes or show me videos I'm like wow it's amazing and then together (laughs) yes exactly but then together it's a full circle of vibing I love it vibe in a circle so much vibing you know I just love being a third wheel forever I'm really so good at it (laughs) no no listen spoons don't yes. think of yourself as the third will. Y'all create the holy trinity of vibes. Ooh, exactly. <laughs> wow, This Haley. is what I'm saying. That's very good. It's true. Sometimes when you're here and you guys are talking, I'm the third wheel, but I'm okay with it because I see how happy it makes y'all. I'm like, look at them talking about things I don't care about at all. They're so happy. <laughs> I'm so glad. 
it's just you know it takes all kinds you get there's like you have different friends for different things you know i love that about having friends like (laughs) i too love having friends having friends is so fun you guys should try it if you if you haven't given it a shot yeah i have mixed feelings about having friends (laughs) i mean yeah I understand. I'm still debating the usefulness. <laughs> I love how you can hear me screech laughing in Haley's mic. Uh, we are in the same apartment, but just like a room away. Yeah. I felt that would yeah. be easier to record. So I know. Spoons was like, we're, how about we record in different rooms? And I was like, you go for it. I don't care. <laughs> I was I like, it's going to work. I think it'll be, I think it's easier than us crowding around one mic and one um It computer. probably is. But yeah. what do I know? I just was like, but I just, I like the aesthetic of seeing people push the other person out of the way to get to the mic for when they're speaking. Uh-oh. There's something about that I enjoy. It is fun. It is yeah. fun. I was like, I wish. But we do feel like three separate kingdoms. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, Which yeah. is good for the episode. <laughs> that is so true. Can we yeah. say what we're doing? Because I feel like yes. we're going to have a lot to talk about. Uh, yes. Okay, guys. Wait, Haley, you introduce it. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm not prepared. No, just kidding. I got this. <laughs> Okay, so we are doing Falling Kingdoms this week by Morgan Rhodes. Yay! Okay, so lovely Kindle here invited me to be on this podcast because I'm the one out of the three of us that initially read the book. Um, I gosh, this was probably. I think we were in high school. I think we were seniors. You think? I think we were like juniors. I think we were even younger. Sophomores I or juniors. Remember. This is an intense read for a junior, I feel like. <laughs> it is okay. crazy. All I know is that one day at Walmart, I was browsing the book section. <laughs> the best way any story ever starts. All I know is one day at Walmart. Oh, it's going to be a good one. No, this had to be earlier. It was earlier than senior year, Kindle. I'm going to say junior, but I think it might have even been sophomore. I, but anyway. I Oh, okay. Maybe it was probably junior. Okay, let's let's compromise. Fight, fight, fight. Okay, we're gonna say junior year of high school. I was in Walmart uh, looking for new books. Um, Falling Kingdoms is actually the second book I picked up that day, in addition to these other books that I have a very interesting relationship with. Um, Which I think we should do on the pod <laughs> so at some time. You can't not say what they are now. It's okay. So the first one is called. Oh my gosh, putting me on the spot. Like torn, one of them's called Torn. Hold on, let me look it up real fast. By Amanda Hawking, it's a trilogy. They're about these trolls, basically, but they're not actually like how we think of trolls, like under a bridge and like huge feet. Mm-hmm. It's like they're sexy like trolls, sexy trolls. Yeah. Um, <laughs> torn is the second book. I should have known that the Walmart story was going to lead here somehow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, one is called Switched, one is called Torn, and one is called Ascend. And so, yeah, they're called the Trill, like T R Y L L E. And they're kind of like this troll esque, like cool fantasy realm. Anyway, mm-hmm. the problems that I have with it come up in more in like the second and third book, but we won't get into them right now. What we're here to talk about is Falling Kingdoms, which I also saw that day <laughs> next to the troll books. Mm-hmm. That's a much easier sell for me. If she, if Kendall had been like, we're going to read a book about sex and trolls, I'd have been like, no, we're not. I haven't read it either. <laughs> Wait, I love the idea of the troll book and Falling Kingdoms being right next to each other. It's very much like yeah. inside of you are two wolves, you know? Like- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
yes, exactly. And so I was drawn to Fallen Kingdoms because I always judge books by their cover. And I was like, oh, this guy has like a cloak on and has like daggers in his hand. This looks awesome. Mm -hmm. And so I picked it up and I read it probably like, I read it really fast, like in a day or two. And I thought it was the coolest shit ever. Wait, can I cuss on here? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was so cool. I was like, wow, there's like so many points of view and whatever. And and so I immediately made Kindle read it. She literally, and... like, I went to her house to hang out and she just sat me down in her room and was like, I have to tell you about this book. When <laughs> <laughs> she... I specifically oh say, though, you did I, you were very Jonas centric about yes. your retelling. You were like, so there's this character. His name is Jonas. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. OK. And then when I read it, I was like, Haley, he's not even the main character. <laughs> oh, my God. He's really not. I know. <laughs> But he is too me. But I'm so obsessed with him. <laughs> oh my god! And that's how it all began, boys mm-hmm. and girls. Yeah. Wow. This makes me think we should start doing a new segment on the episode of first impressions, where you just judge that you just tell us what you thought when you judge the book by its cover for Ooh, the first time. I Ooh, love that. Yeah. I feel like this is a good segment. Ah, okay. Spoons, segment. Queen. What was yours? We got we got Haley's. I am a segment queen. Thank you. <laughs> uh, my first impression, mm-hmm. well, it's hard to remember because it was so long ago, but I guess it was also tar- like it would have been not tarnished, but like affected by Haley's <laughs> yes. telling me about it. Yeah. So yeah, I, like perhaps you thought the boy on the cover was Jonas and the book was about Jonas. <laughs> I like for real was like, this is a Jonas book. I was like, OK, because she described him and I was like, he sounds so hot. Oh and she was like, he is hot. And I was like, OK, well, I'm in. And then, so, like, my first impression was, okay, oh, cool God. cloak guy, must be hot Jonas. Um, that must have been my impression, yeah. But I read it, like, yeah. very soon after she told me about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember exactly. What about yeah. you, Ash? I can give you my first impression. Yeah, I'm dying to know. Um, I saw the cover, and I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> this looks <laughs> Like, okay, yes, for the fantasy, I like that. But it had the vibe of, like, an epic fantasy. And I was like, if this is one of those books where they're traveling for two-thirds of the book to get to the last battle, (laughs) I'm going to lose my shit. Because it's what ruins epic fantasy for Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And so that was my first impression, which I'm very happy to say that was not the case at all. This was, like, a true, like, YA fantasy, but, like, with Game of Thrones vibes. (laughs) And so... I, I definitely enjoyed it. But my first impression of the book was, I'm not doing no it. No way. Fantasy. I'm not doing it. I we're, will not. We're not doing it. Yeah. I was like, this reminds me of Wheel of Time. Mm, I tried to read no, the book. Yeah. I did read the first book. So much traveling. I don't want to hear about the traveling anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there was traveling, but it was told concisely. <laughs> so I was okay with it. I would say one of the things about this book that I noticed this time was that it takes them like no time to get anywhere on this whole continent. I know. Like, I was going to mention that. I it was literally like going to mention that. two days to get across the whole <laughs> it's awesome. island. I guess I'll bring this up later, but there's a point where one of the characters like is at one point in one country and then the next chapter in another one and then the next chapter another one. And I'm like, what is the timeline here? Are these like Europe sized <laughs> countries? Like, are we moving from like, I was kind Austria of to so. Hungary? Okay, we can I say out. I thought that Oranos was southern Italy. 
because mm. everything about it to me sounds exactly like it has, Italy and everything's very close together over there yeah it has yeah. like that vibe like um just the villas and the names and all of that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah. I am I, okay well when you when you get to like the third one or the fourth one you find out there's another continent that's like way way bigger than this one and so Mitica this like three kingdoms I imagine mm-hmm. about the same size as like England like Great Britain perhaps maybe yeah, or yeah. smaller like yeah. I don't know it's very small mm-hmm. comparatively so. that's a good yeah. comparison it's kind of even yeah. shaped like it is the UK <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I definitely thought it was small. It's like and I so enjoyed that. I want no more trekking across a vast wilderness for a long. Yeah, yeah we're just getting we're in one place, we're in another. You know, let's go. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy. Yes, <laughs> thank God, thank God. That was the polar opposite of my what I my impression of the cover. <laughs> I was like, this is a traveling book. Nope. I think I the cover is it. definitely like a moment captured in time of that yes. era of YA. Yes. <laughs> I don't think it would hit yes. the save now. Like, by oh, the time I thought didn't. it was cool, now yeah. I'm like, I don't know if this is cool. Everyone would be like, what is this? It's like yeah. if that was on a shelf yeah. today. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's dated, I guess. Mm-hmm. But it is, it's it's the datedness of it that made me think this is an epic fantasy. Mm-hmm. Because dated epic fantasies, well, epic fantasies in general always have a dated look to the cover. Yes, always. always. It's like a thing on purpose. So I was like, it must be, but it wasn't. It was just an, it was just an era thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so like every cover has people in cloaks. Like that's the whole vibe. So mm-hmm. like. Actually, all of the books. Hang on. Do we need to recreate the book covers with ourselves in cloaks? I think. <laughs> did I think we, we do did. that? Yeah, Kendall. At one of the cloak parties, you did. Kendall oh actually recreated God. the cover Wait. of Frozen Did you say cloak parties? Did you um, say cloak parties? Yeah, that's where yeah. we had the cloak <laughs> That's what we. That's what we called them. You know, was that the whole the whole theme of the party was cloaks? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we would like watch cloaky <laughs> things and. Wear oh my god and i wasn't invited <laughs> you, were you in guys working, i have girl. i would have made it work <laughs> i have a red velvet floor-length cloak Ooh, Ooh lucia vibes. that would have been a good addition i don't think we have red sabrina's it, red i think sabrina's red there. oh i still i have well who cares about her? you guys <laughs> i could have been there i could have been there we, but we, i wasn't invited we can do- <laughs> Oh, God. No, it's too late. We can do it again, Wait. Ash, for the pod. It would be fun. Mm-hmm, Wait, hang mm-hmm. on. Okay, so we have this we're, we have this wine tour plan thing going. That's right. And I keep trying to think of a way that we could potentially glorify ourselves and embarrass the people around us as we go. Oh, God. Um, I think we should wear cloaks to go to the wine tasting. Ash, I oh, was preparing wow. my I'm gonna, cute wine tasting outfit. No. <laughs> yeah. What cloak wouldn't go with a cute wine tasting outfit? Oh, my God. <laughs> Spoons, we have to. You're gonna, uh, no, you're gonna have to convince me. We of have this. to. <laughs> Do you know, I read Charles Dickens for you, <laughs> and you liked it. <laughs> I gave it three point seven five. I'm never reading it again. That is a good rating. Okay, moving on. We'll discuss the cloak thing later. Okay. It's happening. I'll just wait till you get drunk, and then I will put a cloak around your shoulders. <laughs> nice. I guess. Um, should we get into this book thing? Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Oh, we, I have an author story for this one too. So, gotcha. We, uh, I met her at I think it was the Texas Teen Book Festival. I've met a lot of cool people there. It's awesome. Everyone should go to the Texas Teen Book Festival. <laughs> but now I'm. I've one more thing I wasn't invited I've, to. <laughs> well, 
left again. This is a long time ago. I'm like fully 25 now though. So I'm like, is it weird for me to go to this? No, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. I feel like now I don't know if I'd even know anybody there, but um says Haley like yeah, couldn't true. come though. But I uh You know who could have come? <laughs> Enough <laughs> I was actually there at the beginning. Oh, you were there at the beginning. Yeah, but I had to leave for softball or something. Oh yeah. You she didn't get to meet Morgan, but Morgan was there. And so I got to go meet Morgan and uh uh she took he was so nice and I was like he was really like fun and like excited and stuff. And so I was like pumped to meet her, obviously. And so I don't even obviously. remember everything that we talked about. Like I am so upset because I feel like I talked to her for like a couple of minutes. But I think mm-hmm. I probably was like, Nick is my favorite character. And she was probably like, cool. But uh, oh my God, <laughs> of course he is. <laughs> Hang on. Why did I not think of that? I mean, come on. This is par for the course, Ash. So, they, uh, so par for the course. Oh my God. Was- I can't believe you've like gushed about Nick before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, my king. Well, she was super nice. But she, I was like, my, listen, my friend, um, my best friend Haley, she is the one who told me about your books. And she had to leave early, and but she really wanted to meet you would it be okay with you if you could like and like I think I'm pretty sure before I even finish it she was like oh, let's do a video and so I was like okay so I have a video of Morgan Rhodes being like hi Haley like sorry you couldn't come and all of that and yeah it's so sweet and so I just we just have oh the video gosh. of Morgan being like oh hey what's going on that is so he was like cute. thank you for introducing Kendall to my books and all of that yeah it was it, so oh, cute wait, can we share that on Instagram yeah I'll I'm trying it. to okay. find it right now do you remember what year that was Kendall oh god it must have been. I mean I think I was like a freshman in college or something like oh, maybe a sophomore so anyway oh I do remember telling her I've read all of your books <laughs> <laughs> I'm very annoying about it. Although I haven't read the spin-off series, but then I remembered while I was talking to her and I was like, oh, I mean I haven't read the spin-off series, but I bought them. <laughs> yeah. I still have them. They're right oh, here. That's so cute. Oh my god. I have like an advanced copy. <gasps> what? I have an advanced copy of this and I never read it. Sorry, oh, wow. Morgan. <laughs> I love you. So she is the New York Times bestselling author of the Fallen Kingdom series. Her real name is actually Michelle Rowan. Morgan is Morgan Rhodes is not her real name. Interesting, because her but her other name is also a really good author name. It is, but I think mm-hmm. it's because she publishes under that name for other things. Uh, so she also yeah. wrote a lot of like paranormal books and stuff, and I think even some Ooh. like um, adult like romance stuff. And wow. so this is like her young adult publishing name. Mm-hmm. So she used to be a graphic designer, actually before she started writing books and she is canadian fascinating i can forgive her for that because this was really good (laughs) i'm just kidding canadians are great canadian um yeah she's super nice and uh i used to follow her on twitter i think i still do y'all should go follow her on twitter oh shoot wait sorry i had her birthday let me pull it up oh i forgot speaking of birthdays Guess what? Our pod astrologist came through again. Oh, we have a Arapapa? Arapapa, yeah. A red pen point. She gave us our a possible birthday for Obert Sky, real name Robert ah. Farrell Smith. She says mm-hmm. she believes it's January 25th, but it's not 100% sure. But if so, that would make him a Aquarius, I think. 
Ooh. Mm. Yeah. So thank you, Catherine, for coming through. You always come through. Yes, Aquarius. Wow. So I really thought he was a Gemini. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so yeah. Sorry, Catherine. I'm gonna give you another job and it is to find Morgan's birthday because I messed up and forgot that I was supposed to find it. I'm gonna give you my guess on what she is though. I think she's a Scorpio. Mm. Okay. You are so probably correct. She has Scorpio energy, right? She does have Scorpio energy. I know that she was born in 1971. So there we go. That's Morgan. She's a year older than my mom. But mine too. Oh my God. You guys. (laughs) All our moms are the same. You guys. Oh my God. (laughs) Born in the same year. Oh my God. That's cute. Um, okay, so the book. I'm going to try and give the summary. It is hard because it comes from like a bunch of different um, perspectives yeah. in different places. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot that happens in this book, <laughs> which was very fast paced, which is wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. But and I just want to say, Haley, jump in whenever because I know you have lots of opinions mm-hmm. and thoughts. And you're yeah. our okay. guest. So we want to hear from you. Okay. Yeah. But um, we need to first introduce the kingdoms. There's three kingdoms. It's important to know to begin with. So cloaks on, oh, cloaks oh, up, and then um, here we go. I'm gonna let the experts introduce the kingdoms because I feel like you guys will do a better job of that. Ooh, you know okay, okay. I, I like cloaks on for introducing the kingdoms. <laughs> cloaks on, <laughs> because we are up here representing we the kingdoms are. of Mystica today. I guess. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hey club members, Ash here. I wanted to take a minute to tell you about my friend Leah. We used to teach youth theater together and she has the most beautiful voice that you've ever heard and she is such an inspiration to the kids, to me, she still is, and I've never seen anyone love their family so hard. Recently, Leah's husband was diagnosed with liver cancer and he's already undergone surgery and is now going through chemo, which as you guys can imagine is extremely stressful and also expensive. The good news is that GoFundMe exists and also that we have a book club full of this amazing group of readers, easily the best group of people that I've ever met in my entire life. We've told you guys before how grateful we are to you guys. You guys are what make this whole thing we've been doing for over a year now so special. And I just wanted to ask if you guys have any extra money you could spare right now, if you could skip coffee or tea. I know a lot of us are tea drinkers. Just once this week to send some money their way, that would be amazing. I know that cancer is something that has touched all of our lives in one way or another and is really intimately messing with Leah and Jacob's life and family right now. Um, So if you guys could keep them in your thoughts, your prayers, if you can't send money, I completely understand. But if you guys can, whatever you can give, I would be so grateful. I know they would be so grateful. Leah and her family have set a goal of raising $20,000 and they're already almost halfway there. Uh, So if you guys find any room in your heart or in your wallet this week to give to them, that would just be amazing. I would love to get them to that $20,000, which as you can imagine is probably more like a drop in the bucket with this kind of thing, but still a drop that would mean the world to them and to me. So thank you guys for not skipping through this. Thank you for listening to my long diatribe. Uh, The link is in the show notes below if you want to give for medical and expenses for Jacob Schumacher at GoFundMe.com. And uh, now let's get back to the show. Okay, I guess I will introduce... Okay, so here comes our first problem. I don't know how to pronounce anything here. (laughs) (laughs) This is the problem. Okay, I was telling Haley, because I listened to the audiobook this time, and everything was so different than how I had been pronouncing it. So I don't know if he's correct or if we're like, who's correct. Um, Sorry, Morgan, if you ever happen to ever find this, I don't think you would, but like if you did, um, I do Mm -hmm. not know how to say it. But Haley and I always said, Pale je, like mm-hmm. S, Pale je. like a je almost. Uh huh. 
but the guy in the audiobook says palesia so i don't really know but that also makes sense to me i was just like i'm gonna let's just do whatever when i was reading because i have no idea (laughs) yeah whatever (laughs) however the spirit moves you just say it like that okay got it so i am representing i'm gonna say palesia because that's just how i've always done it palesia today so palesia in mitica which is the like i guess big continent that the three countries are on is in the middle and it's kind of like barren not much grows there there's not a lot of like good farmland and it's not as lush as like Oranos is but they do have one good attribute which is their wine they are good at growing them grapes and so that's like kind of their main method of income I guess they sell a bunch of wine and it's the best in Mitica. One of our, I guess, main characters um, is Jonas, my really? boy. The main character of the series. <laughs> um, the main character of the Fallen Kingdom series. Um, no, he's not really. <laughs> but I do love him. He is from Palesia. Um, He's the only one out of the main cast that's from there. Uh, but yeah, he is like the son of a... A guy that makes wine, and that is Palesia. <laughs> yep, that's Palesia. I don't want to go too in depth yet. Palesia <laughs> like, used to be very like prosperous and like beautiful yes. though, but then they had like some bad dealings with the other kingdoms on in Mitica, and mm-hmm. they kind of got like taken for everything they're worth, and also like perhaps maybe people say that the mat like there's magic that makes the grapes grow so nice and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they're used maybe it used to be more of a magical land where like yeah. but now everything's kind of diminishing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the yeah. leader of palesia is named chief basilius yeah and and he's on him later he's <laughs> the worst he's the worst guy ever no he's not he's there's other worse guys yeah there's worse there's people worse guys but he's 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 bad he's, he's definitely there. very bad for sure okay the other one is Oranos. It's a paradise. Yeah, it's like, hell yeah, it's a party. Everybody's having a great time all the time. It's beautiful. It's lush. Everyone's rich. Well, you know, they don't, they're not starving to death. And um, they have like a big palace and there's like gold everywhere. And everyone's like, yeah, I love living in Aranos. And Mm -hmm. um, it's the southernmost country. And um, the main character from that one, from Aranos, is Princess Cleo. And she's the like, second oldest he's the youngest princess of the kingdom and he's kind of like Mm -hmm. more of a main character than jonas i would say but yeah i would say so as well (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. i think the book starts and ends with cleo Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it does Mm -hmm. full name cleona cleona after a goddess goddess. named after the the goddess goddess cleona yep yeah she's like the patron goddess of oranos uh, and she's, is she fire and air or is she water and earth? The thing is, I do not That's a great question, Ash. You're I'm going not... too in depth right now. Um... <laughs> she, uh, she's yeah, like, two of the elements are hers. Yeah. So should we say the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then you can tell us yeah. about the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I'm, uh, apparently I am here representing 
Limro. We just decided this at the last minute. Who was representing who? <laughs> yeah, I was wearing yellow, and that's why I felt that's why my cloak came out was because I felt like yellow was more of an Oranos color, mm-hmm. and I was like, no, I need some darkness, and so I grabbed the closest thing that was dark, which is my sweater, mm-hmm. which does have a hood. So I'm here representing Limros. Is that how you guys say it? Limeros? I always Limeros. said Limeros. 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 but I don't Limeros. know. I think it doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's The audiobook <laughs> says Limeros, which made me upset. Limeros. So I, I don't like that. Don't at like all. that. I'm gonna say Limeros. Yeah. So Limeros, which is um, kind of like a kind of isn't this one like colder mm-hmm. than the others, like climate wise? Yeah, freezing. Um. Yeah, it's like freezing. This is this is what is confusing to me about how close they all are. I, I liked it. I'm but they're... also thinking the same thing. Yeah, their weather, their um, nature, their uh, geography is could not be more different from each other. You know, the terrain is a lot like the people. Not fun. <laughs> um, icy. Kind of dangerous and intense. Very icy. Yeah. Cold. Um, Limrose is, uh, spoiler, not much of a spoiler. It's pretty apparent. They're kind of the antagonist of this as like far as a whole country goes. They're kind of like the fire nation of Medica. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great yes. way to describe it. That's exactly right. Limros is like the Fire Nation. Um, and over there, we have a few different main characters. We've got um, Magnus. Uh, and they are covering their faces right now. If you guys are not watching the video on Patreon, my companions from Oranos and Pelja are oh covering their faces. There's just um, so much to get into, guys. Don't worry. Like, we'll get there. There's, Magnus <laughs> is um, maybe the most complex character I've ever read in a YA book. <laughs> he is worthy of Game of Thrones. Um, oh, God. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so Magnus is the Prince of Limros and the older brother to, is it Lucia or Lucia? Lucia. Lucia. Mm-hmm. Lucia. Okay, because my Italian side was like, it's Lucia. <laughs> Lucia. <laughs> Lucia. 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 It's, it's Lucia. So Lucia. And um, she's the princess and she's just turned 16 when the book starts so she was just had her birthday uh we also have king gaius that's how you say his name mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um who is a dick boo him. Boo. Boo. Yeah. major boo for king gaius he that is a, a horrible father a bad king <laughs> and all around dick he's got to be one of yeah. the most evil kings i've read in a book. ever read yeah. he's so evil he's so i can't think Good of a job, single Morgan. redeeming thing that he's ever done <laughs> No, and he lasts so much longer than you would expect like you want or want him to. Want him oh. to. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's infuriating. I was hoping something bad would happen to him, and it didn't. Yeah, um, such and then uh, there's his mistress, Sabina. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Sabina. And um, she's sexy and evil. <laughs> That's pretty much her summation right there. Yeah. Sexy and evil. Let's go. And magical. Yeah. She's and a witch. And witches are burned, you guys. So mm-hmm. Limrose witches are burned. And so, except for not her. Yeah, except for she's she not if you're sexy and evil. Yeah. <laughs> they only <laughs> burn ugly, ugly witches. <laughs> you know what? This feels accurate for humanity. I buy it. Um, oh, God. And then there's a queen althea i think her name is she's yeah. not really that much of a character but yeah. um that is that's pretty much the the cast from limos yeah. who mm-hmm. i am unfortunately representing and i feel like when you go to the renaissance fair and they have like all of the knights from the different kingdoms and one of them is obviously the villain 
<laughs> and he's yeah. always like this like dark sexy character mm-hmm. but you're like and he's also a major asshole yeah he's the villain for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah I oh that's, like that's so funny <laughs> that is hilarious and you know i want to say the thing about the book okay one of the things that i love about these books is that at the beginning of each book they have a cast of characters in addition to the map mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you kind of can keep track of like who's who and like what kingdom they're from and like a little description of who they are so that's very fun uh-huh. and then it's fun to go through the books and find oh they're gone oh that's hysterical <laughs> yeah there's a lot of death in this book um, yeah. and bloodshed and gore Mm-hmm. There are no yeah. punches pulled in this YA. No, she went no. all out for it. And I can improve. It was good. I was afraid I was not going to like it because of that, because I'm a weenie. But no, I liked it. It was good. Okay, good. Um, so I'm going to try and do the summary. You guys feel free to jump in whenever. Um, I will start out with the prologue, uh, mm-hmm. which is actually where we meet Sabina for the first time. But I was I didn't know she was going to come back the way she did. So I was so surprised. I was like, oh, my God, it's the same one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's Sabina and then her sister, whose name I forget. I think it starts with a J. Jada, maybe. I don't know. I think it does. Um, yeah. Jaina, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Uh, she's not a big character in this, although she was important. They're sisters. They are witches. They have apparently, when the book starts, just committed a bunch of blood magic, which is, you know, like murder, so that they would have... <laughs> more power to um break into this house and steal this newborn baby who Jaina has seen in the stars is going to be this like all-powerful sorceress because there's witches who have to like have limited power and have to like you know perform rituals and stuff to have power and then there's the this like the idea of a sorceress which is like you know there's not been one i don't think um and so she has like kind of like the powers of the goddesses oh i forgot to say limrose has a patron goddess as well starts with a v the goddess V, uh, she is the patron goddess of Limeros, and they think that they, like, basically, like, worship her, and they're very, like, a staunchly, like, like religious-type kingdom, mm-hmm. or at least King Guys, you know, wants them to be. And they worship this goddess V, and they think that Cleona, the goddess of Oranos, is evil. And then in Oranos, they think that the goddess V is evil. Yeah. And so there's already this, like, there's already a lot of tension brimming between all of the kingdoms. Um, and so... We start out and these witches kidnap the baby and they kill the mother. And then don't they kill the mother? Yes. Yeah. Yes, they do. They kill the mother brutally. And then Sabina just turns around and kills her sister. She's like, sorry, I did it for love and takes the baby. And you're like, how? <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It is Valoria. 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 Okay. So the goddess Valoria. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, yeah, and so these they're going to come back into play quite a bit. And actually, we started in Palesia, but with characters from Ornos. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cleo, Princess Cleo, the youngest daughter of two of the King of Ornos, is there with um, her Nira, right? Is that her Nira, name? Nira, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Aaron. Like her lady's maid or whatever, lady-in-waiting, which is, you know, like still like a noble kind of title at that point. And then um, Aaron, who's Ooh. an absolute garbage person. Yeah, he sucks. Who is a... Lord Aaron, who is a, a dick. He's awful. I hate I him. Like him. I hate him. He's drunk 99.9% like, of the time. I think the whole time we see yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we ever see him Over. Drunk He's always ever. drunk. And He's mind you, drunk. he is like 17. All mm-hmm. of these characters are shockingly young. They're shockingly. shockingly young. Cleo yes. has like mm-hmm. just turned 16. That, mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. crazy. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, very, very young. So they go to Pelja. They're there because they're looking for the best wine. Um, Cleo, we find out, no longer drinks wine. Uh, we don't know why yet. We just know that something bad happened the last time she got drunk and that Aaron knows a secret about her. And so she kind of has to pretend to be nice to him, even though she does not like him at all because uh, he's insufferable. And they're there at Pelja to get this, like, amazing wine. But then... When they go to the market and they sample this wine of this, like, poor wine cellar and his family. And it's the day of the wine cellar's daughter's wedding. Um, I hear you, Flora. I'm just not going to let you in. Do you hear? Yeah. <laughs> she's got both of her paws under the door. Aww. Go away. She's mad because her father's not here, so she's not getting everything she wants. <laughs> he told me it was cruel to shut the door to any room in the house because then Flora might not have access if she wants to enter the room. God. <laughs> But um, Aaron wants to haggle, but, like, in this awful way. Like, usually they would charge, like, 50 centimos or whatever the money is for a case of the wine. But Aaron's basically like, listen, I know that you're poor as dirt. I know your country is poor as dirt, so you'll take it for 16 centimos. And the guy's like, I really can't do that. Like, I mean, I could maybe take, like, 40 or something. And the guy's like, the longer that you haggle with me, the lower it's going to go. 14 centimos. I know that you need to sell this wine. Isn't your daughter having a wedding you need to pay for? And he's awful. And so this is awful. And Cleona's like, I just want to go. Ooh, and I forgot there's a sexy guard with them whose name is Theon. <laughs> Theon. Yeah. Theon. Yeah. Yep. He's there. He's a beefcake. He's a straight beefcake. And he's there with them. And <laughs> shut up, my dear. She goes, (laughs) (laughs) so the wine cellar's sons show up and uh, they're like, is this guy from Orono's lowballing you? Also, you should know that the sons are both kind of like revolutionaries. Like they're kind of like, we hate Orono's and all of their greed. It's their fault that we are the way we are. Mm -hmm. And we hate royalty, especially. And so then not only are they like, are you lowballing our dad? They're also like, hang on, are you from Oranos? Wait, are you royalty? And they're like, oh, we're going to go. We're going to fight. And so Aaron's like, they're like, just pay him the right price or just get out, which I think is very reasonable. Yeah. And then Mm -hmm. um, it looks like a fight's about to start. Cleona's like, should I have Theon break it up or not? I don't know. I don't want to make things worse. And then Aaron, the I guess, is it the older brother? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Tomas. 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 Okay, were y'all yeah. also saying Tomas? That's how no, he said it in Thomas. the audiobook, but... I was saying Thomas. Because yeah. I think it might be Thomas, <laughs> but we live in Texas, and so it looks like Tomas. <laughs> Tomas, that's true, it does. Well, yeah, whatever, that way, guy. Thomas. Yeah. Older brother, yeah, Agalon. Older brother guy, Um, and... He's, like, about to, I don't know, maybe punch Aaron, maybe not. It just looks like he's going to fight him. And then Lord Aaron is like, I'm going to murder this man, and then does. So the awful, grossly, brutally with his dagger and leaves the dagger in his neck, I think, was where he Mm -hmm. stabbed him. Yeah, he stabbed him in the neck. Like, what? Yeah, it's bad. It's bad. So... He so Jonas and his family on the day of his sister's wedding are just like standing there over their you know the brothers. Well, he's basically already dead, but he's just there's blood everywhere and he's dead. And then Theon is like, "Let's get out of here." And Jonas is like, "I'll kill you. It's the last thing I do." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think he literally makes like a declaration to I Cleo. Think he does. I'm a <laughs> Yes, because then Cleo has nightmares about it. Yeah. yeah. And Lord Aaron's not really that bothered. Mm-hmm. So they get back on the ship. They go back to Oranos. And uh, this is kind of the inciting incident for 
No, it is the inciting incident for the kind rest of like everything. Of... Yeah, is it? I was gonna like jump in here. Do y'all think this is kind of crazy? <laughs> I think what? this is kind of crazy. Which that... part? Well, okay, yeah. <laughs> I think it's crazy that this is the inciting incident for overthrowing other kingdoms. Um, yes, like a lord having a discrepancy over the price of wine and then killing some random wine yeah. seller's son. Yes. I don't know. It was crazy. interesting to me. Well, I keep thinking about it and it's hard to buy. I could see it being the inciting incident to move an entire people group, like of common people to want mm-hmm. to go to war. I was surprised because kind of spoiler, we've already hinted that there's a war between the three that Jonas um, basically convinces Chief Basilius of Pelja to go to war, kind of. Like, he mm-hmm. kind of, like, convinces him. And, I mean, I don't think that... I don't think that Chief Basilius cares at all about well, that. Well, I think that it's more of an excuse. I think Gaius and Basilius yeah, already wanted to fight Aranos, and so mm-hmm. having just this is, like, yeah. they can kind of put all of their yeah. past um mm-hmm. angers onto this as well yeah yeah i think it was just an excuse i think guys was like "Ooh, great because guys has been actively looking for an excuse and i think chief basilius was just kind of like hey if an opportunity arises yeah i'm in let's yeah so i don't think they actually care about thomas agalon but Not i think all. that they just wanted they're Not like hey excuse, this is a little yeah. good because people will be like yeah we hate that too yeah i guess like hey we'll support this war yeah I just have to remember that these kingdoms are so tiny because in my mind, I'm imagining like, I'm like, how did they even like hear about this? I guess because Cleo's royalty, but yeah, I think that's what makes it worse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That makes it worse for sure. Um, And then Jonas is also like, I'm going to make sure everyone knows about this. (laughs) So true. That's my boy. God, he is so insane. (laughs) He, you know, he really is. And he's not the only one. Um, Magnus is also interesting <laughs> in very different ways. Oh my wise. God. <laughs> um, so Cleo's back in Oranos. Her father's like, you're never leaving the castle again. And Theon is now your personal guard. And she's like, oh no, the Hawkeye is my personal guard. Oh, you I she's also him. like, maybe I don't. Ew. Maybe I don't because he's oh, really hot mm. and he's really attracted to me and maybe I'm attracted to him. And he's like, also, and then his, her father throws this curveball that also you're engaged to Lord Aaron now and you'll be getting married. <laughs> and she's like, well, I hate my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she's like, screw that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's like, because then the people will believe basically because it's, you know, sort of this like intercontinental, you know, not intercontinental, but like this big conflict basically and so he's basically saying the people of ornos will believe that lord aaron killed that wine guy's son to protect you if i you know if you guys are engaged and so cleo's like but but lord aaron's an asshole who just murdered a kid (laughs) and her dad's like sucks to suck so i guess you shouldn't have run away oops (laughs) actually she shouldn't even run away yet although she's very good at that (laughs) Um, she's going to do it (laughs) she's going to do it and no one can stop her uh and so basically around the same time she realizes that her sister amelia her older sister who's supposed to be queen um is very very sick and she's going to die if they can't save her the doctors don't know what's wrong with her but there's this legend about the watchers so now we get into this like magic lore of the country about like the kindred and the watchers and it's all a little bit convoluted for me but i think that's (laughs) because they just kind of make it mysterious in the first book i'm assuming it gets more clear throughout the series but Kendall's looking like maybe not. <laughs> well, I think it does, but I just cannot remember all the details. Like, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. They, uh-huh. You get more. There's definitely <laughs> more characters. Yeah. There's some. The Watchers are definitely more involved. They, there's more sanctuary. The Watchers all live in this place called a sanctuary, which yeah. is like mm-hmm. uh, like another realm, kind of. Mm-hmm. It's like similar esque to like a heaven type thing, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's like more on that in the other books. Yeah, and then there is a lot more about the kindred, but yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, the Watchers basically can go back and forth from this other realm, and they've been looking for the Elementia. The ki- they're looking for right? the kindred, which yeah. are they're looking for the kindred. Yeah, like kind of pure elemental magic, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So there's like one yeah. for each element. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, basically exactly. the and sanctuary so... where they, which is this other realm, is dying, and yes. they are hoping to find the kindred, this like it, immense magical power to like save it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's also why all the kingdoms are kind of fading, is because mm-hmm. they don't have the kindred anymore, or whatever. And that's also why um, King Gaius and Sabina also believe that the kindred are in Oranos, because Oranos is the only one that's thriving, mm-hmm. and so. That's also like an added reason why they're like, any excuse to take Oranos, we are going to do. Yeah, so um, true. And so Watchers can only leave the sanctuary um, in the form of hawks, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Isn't that cool? Except for that. I love it. It's super cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one, basically, there's this story that one one Watcher left, fell in love with a human and chose to stay there, which is like a big, bad, like betrayal of the sanctuary or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's this story that she lives somewhere and she has some great, these magical grape seeds and that that's why the wine is so good in Palesia. And so she's somewhere in Palesia and that these grape seeds could heal anything. And so Cleo's like, well, the only person I love in my entire life, aside from sort of my friends Mira and Nick, are is my sister. And so she's like, I'm going to save her. And Theon's like, you're absolutely not going to Palesia to look for this random old woman for some grape seeds. And she's like, bet. Bet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so she does escape him with great ease. She's already done it a couple times. Oh, but before that, I'm just kind of telling this in, like, the different perspective pieces. Otherwise, I'm going to, like, yeah, lose it. They're all kind of, like, intermingled, the different plots. Um, and so also she goes to see Aaron because she's basically like, if there's any chance that I can make this engagement work, maybe. But I have, to, I would have to know that he actually regrets killing the wine cellar's son. Mm-hmm. And she goes to see him. He is both drunk and not high, but smoking a cigar. <laughs> and... <laughs> Not great. It's like morning. It's probably like 11 a.m. or something. Like it's not. It's he's having a time. Uh, and she's basically like, "Hey, I just basically wanted to know that you regret that because I'm having like nightmares. I'm deeply haunted by it, and it should never have happened." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm not really sorry. I don't so. care. I do it again. <laughs> yeah, I do it Whoopsie again. Whoopsie daisy. Whoopsie daisy. Yeah, he's exactly. And then she's like, um, "Okay, well, in that case, do you think maybe you could like just tell my dad that you don't want to marry me because he has this idea that we're going to get married." And I told him I don't want to, but I think maybe if you told him that you don't want to, also it would mean more. And Aaron's like, "No, I'm going to marry you." And she's like, "I don't 
want to. And he's like, well, I know the secret about you, which is that you got drunk and slept with me. And I'm going to tell everyone if you don't agree to marry me. Yeah, he's such a charmer. Sorry. I will. No, you're good. But what a charmer this guy is. Um, I hate him. He definitely sucks. And he's being real creepy and like kind of like a salty energy. And we're like, what's going to happen when Theon shows up? Thank God. Yeah, that's the weird Um, thing about the whole situation. It's not like he assaulted her but it's also no. it's so like he it's like not weird. like he wouldn't he yeah. would do it though. It's, he, yeah. would. he would it was yeah. consensual and they were both drunk but it was consensual and she even says like it was consensual yeah but then like this energy when she goes to see him in the villa to confront him or whatever is kind of like he's like yeah i mean I'm going to have you whether you want it or not. Yeah. And you're like, bro. F him. And then Theon's like, absolutely not. I'll kill you. And I'm like, Theon, Theon. We love a protective beefcake. And so. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Haley and I have it. We love a Jonas. (laughs) I I can see why Cleo likes him. I didn't. I thought I'd have a crush on him because I usually do. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Actually, I'm trying to figure out if I have a crush on anyone in this book. Um, But (laughs) Cleo's kind of getting a crush on him. What? Leo has a cr- no for sure. No, I'm agreeing with yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, I'm agreeing. I am. I was like, am I being critiqued? No. Dare you laugh at me? No, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of what's been going on over there. Cleo basically is like, I'm gonna, you know, run away to Palesia and find these grape seeds. Sans like, no, you're not. And she's like, okay, yeah, I'll give it a couple days to think about it. And he's like, great, so glad to hear you're being reasonable. And then she sneaks out, of course, the next morning. And Nick joins her, <laughs> Nick! which is her friend, who's um. Yeah, he's the king's squire, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a gawky, cute little redhead boy with freckles. And um, I should have known right away. <laughs> yeah, would be spoons. He is. <laughs> Haley and I were just talking about this. Nick is the goat. Like, he is. He, yeah. <laughs> he's absolutely the goat. Out of all the series. I mean, everybody else. Is he? You end up hating for some reason or another. Except oh, for Nick. Bummer. Nick never that's fails cute. you. Nick never fails. He's a king. He really is. Yeah, he gives that energy as he would never let you down. <laughs> um, yep. Nick lets yeah, me down that... in one way that happens in the other books. <laughs> I know, but like, I feel like I can't even blame him. Like, I'm more mad about the other person involved. True. I guess so. I guess you're right, but I can't just like absolve Nick of all responsibility. <laughs> Well, he would be, it sounds like he'd be perfect otherwise. So. <laughs> yes. He is, yeah, I mean, he's the goat. Uh, he's also deeply in love with Cleo, and Cleo has no idea. Correct. Cleo's being real dumb about it. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, we're just friends. And I'm like, he's in love with you. And she's like, no, we're like siblings. And I'm like, no, nah. you're not. I have serious <laughs> doubts as to whether Nick is actually in love with Cleo. I think he, well, he thinks, thinks he is he's in, in love book. with Cleo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's I think he has strong he so. loving feelings towards her and is like, okay, maybe <laughs> yeah. am I in love with her? I guess I'll just say I'm in love with her. That's what yeah. I think. That's my opinion. Yeah. I would yep, agree with I that. I think you're correct. Yeah. I mean, that's I get that vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but basically he's like, cool, I'll be your adventure, buddy. Let's go oh. to Pilsen and find these magical grape seeds, even though I don't even know if I believe in watchers. <laughs> I'm just up for like a Cleo time adventure. <laughs> and so... Literally... <laughs> So they're off to Palesha. Um, Now, in Jonas's world, Jonas has been like, I'm going to kill Lord Aaron and that smug bitch Cleo. <laughs> and he, which he's how he refers to her several times. Um, yeah. He real angry. Uh, and then <laughs> basically his friend Brian. I, is that how you guys say his name? Or Brian. I've been saying Brian. 
I, I don't know. It's so silly. It's, well, in the audiobook, he says Brian, Brian. also. So I'm, I'm calling Brian because Brian sounds like a frat boy to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, Jonas and Brian actually both sound like they could be frat boys together. So does Aaron. Aaron. (laughs) Morgan, I'm having questions about your name choices. (laughs) I don't know. Brian. Okay, I can call him Brian. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to know that in my head it's Brian. That's fair. So Brian. (laughs) This is like any time a character described as having a ponytail and they're a guy yeah. and they're supposed to be hot i'm like i know so we're chopping like, no, that off in my mind so that's not happening <laughs> that's, that's, that's not going on thank god yeah. nobody in series has super long hair oh my yeah. god i would have freaked out i don't know out. why but i just flashed back to mal with the sun tattoo on his back oh, oh god <laughs> ash why have you done this to me <laughs> We were just talking about okay, so covering so... that up. Oh, I know. God. I think we're just we're we're we're, we're editing that out <laughs> for now. Mm-hmm. I am become a blade. Uh, stop! <laughs> Ooh, Mal. Oh my god! Oh, the drama in that boy. If he were a girl, he'd be the kind of girl who like dyes his hair a different color mm-hmm. and like cuts his hair and changes it and cuts bangs and stuff when he gets yeah. The yeah. Gosh, this is flashbacks to my other episode that I was on, Ruin and Rising. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe that's why it came to mind. I was like, I see. So Haley edits out the things she doesn't like about them, yeah. and I can respect that. Doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just can't do that with some of the characters in this. <laughs> the things are just too bad. Oh, like Too bad to edit out. Magnus. Mm. I want to be able to edit out the mm. one big thing about him because mm. I'm like I could fall for you if it weren't for that but it is so glaring and cannot be edited out I'm like I'm sorry Magnus but no listen listen guys we're this. getting there <laughs> we are we're we're about to get there we're Mag- almost the there guys hang in there okay yeah, go we're ahead. gonna return to my kingdom in a moment but right now we're in Haley's kingdom um so Jonas uh Haley's person of interest um yes. is deeply angry and filled with the need for vengeance and he's currently thinking I'll just go storm into the castle in Oranos and kill these people and I'm like you won't though and Brian is also like yeah bro that's not happening um he's like what if instead we incite a revolution and <laughs> Jonas is like, sounds good to me. My brother would definitely approve of that. I'm going to do that instead. And I'm like, mm, this feels like you haven't thought this through. My brother in Christ, oh. please. <laughs> <laughs> My brother in Christ. That is Lucia to Magnus later. Oh, God. To Christ. I beg you. <laughs> wow. We are really coming for Magnus. And you know what? Mm-hmm. He deserves it. He deserves it. it. He deserves it. <laughs> he definitely it. deserves it. <laughs> okay, but we're on Pales yes. We're going to talk about Pales Jonas. Jonas. We're on Jonas. And, um, well, this is just kind of Jonas's thing. I feel yeah. like his updates are not, like, massive. He's just, his story is very frequent throughout. We don't tend to spend big chunks of time on him, which is also why I was surprised when you said that Haley made it seem like Jonas was the main character. Because I was like, he's definitely not. Yeah. 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 We were just talking about this, how Jonas, like, always has kind of nothing and thing going on at the same time like yeah <laughs> he's kind of getting the ball rolling yeah. throughout the whole yeah. book, just, but he doesn't we don't spend that much time on he's just him, so really. filled with mm-hmm. rage all the time like that's kind of he his is. thing. he has mal energy i'm gonna say that he does <laughs> oh i hate that you said that i knew you would which is i, I said it. <laughs> want to die um okay 
Ah, <laughs> oh, they're brothers. Yeah. It's cute. Um, brothers in Christ. <laughs> I resent that, and I do not agree. <laughs> Joe, the thing about oh, Jonas God. is that he is so filled with rage. It like it blinds him to every other like good idea that he might have. The thing about Jonas is he has not had a single good idea in the entire series. Unfortunately, it doesn't get better. And that there are sound six like Mal books. To you? He has no. Sounds <laughs> like Mal a little. Tell bit. me how it's not Mal. I'm still haven't well, heard anything that's not like Mal. I guess like Mal to me doesn't have as much pure unadulterated rage as Jonas does. No. <laughs> Jonas is a rage monster. He is. He. <laughs> you were like, mm, I'm about that. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so obsessed with him. It's just like I don't know either. It's so sad. Like the more it goes. I mean, reading this one, this is probably the book that he has the most wins, honestly. And everything <laughs> really? is bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. And everything gets horrible. Jonas does ever works out. Haley and I would say he's the king of taking L's. All he does is take L's the whole series. Yeah. Jonas. Like, yeah. it's, it's honestly, really after sad. a while, it gets hilarious. You're like, well, this will not work out. I promise you that. And it doesn't. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God, poor Jonas. Well, he's basically like, I just know, I know just what to do. I'm a charming, handsome young man, so I'm going to seduce the daughter of Chief Basilius yeah. to get an audience with Chief Basilius to try and be like, hey, let's go to war. Mm-hmm. Um, he's kind of a so, slut, honestly. He is kind of a slut, yeah. And also, Chief Basilius's daughter is like an erotic snake dancer, which I was surprised <laughs> by. I don't know. It's just like, oh. It's so funny to okay. say it like that. Yeah, it is funny. Upon the reread, I was like, oh, yeah, she has a snake and it's like sexy. Yeah. <laughs> she is an erotic well, snake Jonas dancer. Jonas calls her an erotic snake dancer. And he says, she's always busy with her erotic snake dancing. And I was like, what a woman. It's truly, she is. She's t- <laughs> she, she has the bag. Like, she got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um it's so funny because they're all all the kingdoms are mad at oranos because they're like they're so hedonistic they're obsessed with like pleasure and living the good life and oranos is not really i mean it's not really their energy they do have the opportunity to do that if they wanted to but it's not really their thing however chief basilius and his whole family are straight hedonistic mm-hmm. like he totally having is. a good time all the time at the expense of everyone else yeah so yeah, which is why I'm like, Chief Basilius has not been, like, as obsessed with, like, overtaking Oranos. He's just like, if there's an opportunity, I'm going to go get that stuff so I can continue to live a great, lavish life and my people will suffer. And he does not care. He's a horrible ruler. Yeah, yeah. Um. So now that's kind of what's happening over there. Now we're going to hop over to my kingdom, Limros, which I don't want to claim, but let's, I will for this episode. Prepare. Here's oh the big God. one, boys. Everything is happening here. Um, everything bad is happening here. Oh, God. Um, so let's, I guess, start with Magnus. Um, and wait, let me first say, um, early in the week, Kendall texted me and said, have you read, started the book? And I said, no. And she said, there's a part in this I didn't remember. I'm afraid you're not going to like it. And I completely oh. stab in the dark jokingly said, oh, no, cousin lovers as a joke. And she's like, it's worse. And I was like. <laughs> No. I did. We are. I want to clarify. I did remember. I didn't remember how horrible it is. It's bad. 
This shouldn't surprise anyone if you've been listening to season four of That Pretentious Book Club, because this is apparently the season of incest. Apparently so. Oh, God. Apparently every book we've read has, it's got, usually it's cousin lovers, Mm -hmm. okay? Sometimes it's like cousin lovers once removed, Mm -hmm. and it's like, okay, it's bad, but it could be worse. Uh, So Magnus is in love with his younger sister. Um, There's no better way to put it. There it is. There it is. Yeah, uh, she's just turned sixteen. I'll give the boy this at the beginning of this. He's like really trying to fight it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, good, you should. He be. doesn't <laughs> like that he's in love with his sister. That's the no. only thing I can give him. You he's know? not yeah. like this is good. I'm embracing it. Like it's not like Game of Thrones level where they're like, we're where I've decided this is acceptable for me. Yeah. He's like, I know this is unacceptable for me, and yeah. that's. Mm-hmm. I'll give him that and only that. And he's never acted on it or like told no, her or anything. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's like his deepest shame. Yes. So I will give him this. Um, He's got a scar. We get mm-hmm. from different sources. Some people are like, the scar makes you handsome. And some people are like, the scar makes you look scary as hell. And um, his father is King Gaius, who is a dick. They also call him the King of Blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that just gives you an idea. Yeah, he's going great in Limerose. <laughs> Things, Things are, are really great. awesome. Uh, so Magnus is essentially the Prince of Blood then. Um, kind of a hot Lucia, title, I will say that. It is a hot title. This is the same. Magnus has some pieces of himself that should be hot, that should be like Ash type, mm-hmm. but it's not. It never comes together in a way where I'm like, yeah, I can get on board with Team Magnus ever. Yeah. Maybe because we, especially because we started with the I'm in love with my sister thing. I was yeah. like, mm, that's going to be a hard pass for me. Just have you to- know, Ash, you're right. Like, he's also, like, thinking about it, like, kind of has aspects of something that I like, like dark haired. <laughs> Kind of snarky, like, mm-hmm. not like a villain, but a little bit of, like, villainous energy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's morally But I, I could just never get on the Magnus train. I can appreciate him for what he is later on, but I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm never quite there. Can't do it. And here's the bombshell. And I think it's because we start out with incest. Sorry, yeah. continue. Oh, no, no, you're right. Uh, the bombshell <laughs> I'm going to drop is I am fully a Team Magnus slut. Um, he is... <laughs> Oh my god, Ash's face. (laughs) I have never been more... This is so out of character for you. I know! Hang on. Why? Why? I need need an essay on my desk tonight. No, right this minute. In this book, he's the worst guy ever. Okay, like, I understand. I... I don't know. I am as baffled as the rest of you. I don't know how Morgan turned this around for me, but um, I'm so I've never been more shocked. No, yeah, TPBC like, episode than I am right now. The rest of the series, yeah, I am just put it on my forehead like Magnus slut. Like it's it's what it happened, and I can't help it. I'm not. Um, I, I never would have expected it from me, especially considering where we begin with mm-hmm. the incest, which is my least favorite thing of all time. So <laughs> it's like the John Mulaney quote. We started at a pretty low place. Mm-hmm. We really mm-hmm. started at the lowest place possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I don't understand. Like, nice? I still don't understand. <laughs> I don't really understand. Either. Once you get going, I think maybe. He has a lot going on. Like, there's a lot of arc ha- happening for Magnus throughout the series. Even Haley will attest. Like, I can. I can attest. Is he ever not in love with his sister? Yes. Ash, listen, Ash. I gotta be real with you, <laughs> like, for a sec. So this book, for as much that happens in this book, 
it is probably about 2% of the overall like crazy stuff that happens in the rest of the series. You would never guess what happens. Never. Like even reading it now, I'm like, I don't even think I guessed it when I read it the first time. Never kills would me. guess the end game couples at all. Or like who lives and who dies or yeah. anything. This is so stressful because all week I've been like, I need the rest of the series. And I'm like, Ash, you just bought a bunch of fruit trees. You can't buy the rest of the series. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Yeah. Okay. Crazy. It is crazy. It I is have, so okay, I'm going to have to just bite the bullet. I'm going to go on thrift books and my husband can call me irresponsible. <laughs> I'm okay with it. You can borrow I my copies. To. I'll bring them to you. But when? Because I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um. So Limrose, that was the most shocking thing that's ever happened to me, which mean that you are a Magnus slut. I can't even begin to... <laughs> Listen, this is understand this for you. Yeah, Haley and I are uh, we're at we're rival ships. We're at war. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any other ships that I can get aboard? I'm not oh, I don't ship Magnus and Lucy. <laughs> I'm gonna say that. No, 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 no. Okay, thank God. I didn't I think like, that you did. Oh my god. No. Nothing I... no, that would that's the only thing that would have shocked me more. Oh my god. That no. It's just like it's hard to even like tell you about the I, ships. I can't even like. It's is it players. Magnus and Cleo? Is it Magnus and Cleo? Can we just say it? Yeah. I guess let's just yeah. <laughs> we'll dive right in. Magnus and Cleo. I'm a I'm a Magneo shipper. That's their ship name. Haley is Clonus. Clonus. Cleo and Jonas. I'm Clonus as well. Based on this book, I'm currently Clonus no. because I was like, hang on. I mean, this would be the cutest. You're so valid. I was also Clonus. I think. Up until she's like, listen, I've been where two. you've been. No, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. I the thing is, I can't even get mad because I know I'm in the wrong. You know, like I. <laughs> <laughs> this is such a divergence. This is like we've switched places. I should have been Oranos. You should have been Limros. Yeah, I'll be Limros. <laughs> I'll do it. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, I'm then I'm gonna embrace my yellow my yellow dress okay, and I'm great. gonna claim Oranos. My main character energy was screaming for it anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Every time that I try to turn my back on my main character energy, and I it's always for not. It's so true. You just wait. I'm gonna yourself. turn this around and make it more of a tiara. Ooh. Yeah. There, there we you go. go. And I have dark hair. So now I'll I'm very like, Oranos. You know. Yeah. And you have the darker cloak to begin mm -hmm. with. You can see like the mark that the crown has left like on I'm me. Like I'm evil now. Hubby is the head that wears the crown. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm claiming Oranos. Great. I love that we switched because sides maybe, like this. Um, yeah, this was good. Maybe I'll end up with Jonas. I did not think this was going to happen. I claimed Limrose because I thought all of this is so not Kennel. I bet she hates Magnus. I'm going to take the bullet for her. Oh, wow. <laughs> Limrose. I should never be selfless again. That's what I just <laughs> I fully learned. acknowledge this is out of out of character for me, fully. Yeah. Kendall, I got to say, I think this is the most out of character you've ever been ever. Like, <laughs> I think this is the pinnacle. I was so into it. I used to write fan fiction about <laughs> I've known you for almost 26 years and I've never been more surprised about anything I've ever learned about you ever. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it is so insane. I'm digging myself a hole because I don't. <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to take it back. 
I I'm love Magnus too much. Bad, but I also hate him in this book so much. Like it's a thing. Well, like, that's fair. I under Yeah. It okay, only gets worse ask. before it gets better. <laughs> I'll say that. Like Oh, in this book? <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. I'm pissed. I'm pissed, honestly. Anyways, so Limrose, we have Magnus, who we all have a lot of feelings about, um, and Kendall's has the most surprising feelings about. Um, and there's Lucia, who is um, the princess. And I'm just going to give the spoiler right now because it's going to make us all feel better about Kendall. Lucia and Magnus are not actually siblings. They're not, not siblings. blood related. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to go back and say this. Magnus does not know that. And mm-hmm. they were raised as siblings. They were fully raised, raised as siblings, as siblings from like, Lucia's birth. It is like very, mm-hmm. very bad. It's very, very bad. Um, it just the one where you could go maybe it's somewhat forgivable towards the end is that he finds out that they're not blood related. It's still not a lot better, but it's a teeny smidge better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I, than it could be. He except that could... the the whole lives they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like so bad. <laughs> it's bad. Lucia is magical, right? We already covered that in the prologue yes. that she's a sorceress. Uh, Magnus has no idea, and King Gaius like doesn't even super believe in magic. He just kind of trusts Sabina because you know she's sexy. You can always trust a sexy person. That's not true. That is a lie. Um, I just don't want to give horrible advice on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like liking Magnus, for instance. Oh my um, god! Oh. You don't know him like I know. Burn. Oh my god. Okay. Um, so King Gaius has been looking for an excuse to go overthrow Oranos. This whole thing that uh Jonas has been concocting and working with Chief Basilius is is taking action now. Chief Basilius comes to say, Hey, King Gaius, let's invade Oranos. Um, and but he's like, or King Gaius invites him over and says that, and then he's like well, how can I trust you? This is what Chief Basilius says to King Gaius. And King Gaius is like, how about I murder my bastard son for you? Cool, cool. And just does it in front of Magnus, his blood son. And you're like, or his, you know, legitimate son. And like, Magnus is like, he has learned to do like this like stone face thing where he doesn't react. And King Gaius is like, I'm so proud of you, my son. And I'm like, well, Magnus is, nope, there's no hope for this man. He's been too traumatized. Yeah. Like he straight up was like, is my dad about to murder me? (laughs) (laughs) He knew he likes the other guy better. Yeah. Because yeah, Gaius is not yeah. like Magnus, really. He, like, never has Mm-mm. been nice to him, so. No, no. And Magnus isn't like him, either. Um, <laughs> Magnus doesn't really like the whole being a prince thing. But all of a sudden now, this is where things start to turn, where Magnus is like, wait, maybe I can win my father's approval. And I'm like, no, Magnus, do not go down that dark Stop road. It. Don't do it. Don't be <laughs> Don't evil, do Magnus. But he does. Uh. But he, he does toy with it. I don't know where he ends up. But in this book, he's like, maybe I can win my father's approval. I think I'm going to try. And then uh, Lucia, Lucia, I did that because I'm Italian. <laughs> Lucia's magic. I'm sorry. So I should also be Ornos. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't there olive trees there? I just bought an olive tree. I don't know. But his name Probably. is Niccolo. <laughs> Niccolo. Um, so Lucia's magic does start uh, showing itself, but she's hiding it because witches are killed and like burned in the um, kingdom. Although ironically, Magnus is like, you know, if someone was really a witch, wouldn't they just use their magic to not get burned? And it's like, maybe we've only murdered innocent people. And I'm like, yeah, maybe that's what happens when you burn people you think are witches. <laughs> that you inherently only burn Ooh. the innocent. Weird. Um, so Shout out to the Salem Sabina's... Witch Trials. <laughs> Shout out. At Shout you. Out <laughs> at the Salem Witch Trials. <laughs> Um, so next week we are so, doing the Scarlet Letter, uh, <laughs> which we already did, and it was awesome. Um, yeah, that's right, we? we did. We did do it <laughs> because you were hating on the Puritans. 
Because it was just like a Puritan rage episode for you. Oh, yeah. Okay, literally, why did I forget everything that happened in the Scarlet Letter until right now? This whole time I've been like, <laughs> I've never read that. I did, in fact, read it. You did, and you had really strong yeah, feelings about it. Yeah, because I hate the Puritans. Oh, my God, you're so right. <laughs> yeah, we, we watched Easy A the other week, and you were like, oh, I haven't read the Scarlet Letter. I know. <laughs> oh, my God, we're just trading places left and right. I like that is an ash rate up all the way God. through. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so funny. We're having Freaky Friday moments. This is, this is interesting for me. <laughs> um, I never thought this would happen. So... Lucia's magic is, uh, it's basically triggered when she's angry. Sabina comes over to Magnus's room is like, hey, how about you and I have some sexy times? And I I don't basically understand. I think she's just like, you, Lucia trusts you more than anyone. And um, so maybe you can basically kind of get me on the end with her because Sabina wants to manipulate Lucia for whatever purposes we don't quite know yet because I think her goals are definitely different than King Gaius as she's using him. Um, and so... I mean, at least that's the vibe mm-hmm. in this. And then uh, Lucia comes in to the room and is like, what's going on? Um, so what's going on, stepmom? <laughs> Which is not good. Um, there's a lot of stepmom, stepbro type weirdness. In this mm. It's so gross. And- but Magnus, to his credit, is like, you know, like. No, Magnus is <laughs> so never he not He draws even the line at like father's mistress, but he's like, <laughs> sister? Could be, could be good. <laughs> Who knows? Could be good. And she's yeah. like, what if I tell you that your sister is actually adopted? And he's like, oh, my God. I don't think I can handle this right now. <laughs> and he can't. And uh, Lucia comes in, though, and Sabina's like, well, maybe if anger triggers her magic, I'll just, you know, threaten to kill Magnus. And then Lucia's like, absolutely not. And then she, like, slams her against the wall, crushes her skull, and burns her. Oof, what a way to go, so, right? It's quite a way <laughs> to go. Whoopsie daisy. Um, whoops. <laughs> and then Lucy is like, oh my god, dad's going to be so mad. And then, <laughs> Oh my god, dad's going to hate me for burning his mistress alive. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Magus, what do I do? And then King Guys is like, oh my god. This is the best thing that's ever happened, Lucia. I've never been so proud of you. <laughs> I have been waiting for this day for so long. So we'll hop back over to Cleo and Nick. And they are traveling through Pelgia, making kind of friends with people. They meet this old woman named Irene. Is that how they say it? How Irina, say I think. Yeah, Irina. I was saying Irina. Wow, I was very off. <laughs> <laughs> Irina, that makes a lot more sense. Um, this is the whole fantasy names thing. Again. Yeah, it's, it's like you kind of like never say it out loud. And then you're like, wait, how do we even say it? I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they meet Irina, and she's like, oh, yeah, I know a lot of stories about that. They basically say, that, like, that they're writing a book about, like, the kindred or whatever and the or the Watchers or something. And so they're doing research is what they tell people. And they tell people they're from Limros and not Orono. So nobody will know that it's Princess Cleo. And I'm like, everyone's going to know it's <laughs> And Nick is straight um, up like, hi, my name is Niccolo Cassian, and this is my best friend Cleona. But <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you stupid idiots. It's like, Nicholas, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> He's a, it is dumb. It's a very, very dumb move. Especially um, because but, in Limeros, their patron saint is the goddess Valoria. No, yeah. is Cleo. I was like, Nick, you stupid bitch. I love you so much, but that was stupid. <laughs> that is stupid. Uh, brains in this book are not his greatest strength. We like him for his loyalty. He's so loyal, you know. So like, loyal. Yeah. He's sweet. He's like a golden retriever. Like, they're not the smartest, he's, but man, are they nice. He's got, like, <laughs> some funny little quips in there. He's he's a little mm-hmm. quippy. 
but yeah, he's fun. He's a fun guy. <laughs> fun guy. Oh, uh, so they're so hanging out with I- Irina at Irina's place, and Irina's telling them this like really in depth story about the Watchers. Where I'm like, okay, immediately she has this much detail. It's her, you guys. It's her, you guys. I think Irina is the Watcher. I think Literally. it's her. <laughs> the Watcher. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they don't catch on though. Uh, and then Jonas, no. <laughs> they, no, Jonas hears a rumor that she's there. Um, and then uh, Magnus is sent by his daddy on an errand to go, you know, capture Cleo so they can use her as a hostage to just try and get the king of Oranos to hand over the country in exchange for his daughter. And since Magnus is in his I'm going to win daddy's approval mode right now, he's like, of whatever you want, father, I totally got this. I can go capture one little princess, which is the mistake a lot of characters are making in this. And I'm like, I bet you're not. <laughs> and Cleo's it's like, true. <laughs> yeah, you're right. does not work out. Um, so Cleo, they find out where she is. Jonas is like, okay, I'm going to go try and capture her. He doesn't. Uh, but so she, Theon has also been sent to retrieve her. Theon and Nick hear about Cleo being captured and find out where she is. They go and they manage to save her. And then as they're escaping, then Magnus finds them. Theon fights and kills two of Magnus's guards and then Cleo's like, oh, my God, Theon is so hot. And she's loving this for him and for her. Um, but then Magnus stabs Theon in the back and kills Ooh. him right in front of her. Ooh. And she's like, no, my great love. And I was like, how much time have you really spent with Haley? <laughs> Haley. Okay, Ash, I have to reveal something. I was also wondering this. And so I spent about 30 minutes going back through the book and seeing how many pages they had together and how many lines they spoke together and how many interactions in general they had. Uh Should I reveal this now? As soon as I walked out of my door this morning, Haley was like, I have done something crazy and told me (laughs) everything she did. I was like, okay, great. Oh my God, I need to know. Okay. Okay, so let's start with their first interaction. Now this is including like, when they're initially in Pelja at the, uh, like with Jonas's family and Theon mm-hmm. is there as their guard. I'm including any line that they spoke to each other at all, regardless if like other people are, were around or not. So uh-huh. they have- That's generous. Yeah, exactly. They have four pages in the first chapter and they speak like five to 10 lines per page, like, in reference to one another. This is including Cleo saying things like, this is Theon, the new bodyguard that was assigned to me. Okay, not even like directly to each other. <laughs> okay, so there's oh, the God. first four pages with their first interaction when they're all together with Aaron um, and Mira in Pelja mm-hmm. to get the wine. Mm-hmm. The second interaction is only a couple pages. It is basically Cleo saying, Hey, Theon, um, this is Nick. Nick, this is Theon. They are introducing each other. Okay. <laughs> Second interaction. Third interaction is simply Cleo telling Theon, I'm going to go see my sister. And that is it. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth interaction is where we finally get like some one-on-one time between the two of them. There's not other people around. And it is after Cleo is having her little like spat with Aaron saying like i don't want to marry you and you're a bitch mm-hmm. basically the unsexiest appearance yes i think yeah. yeah 
And so they finally get about 40 sentences uh, for, for like two pages um, on page 91 through 93. Um, and they're kind of just talking about like, yeah, it kind of sucks how Aaron is horrible. And Theon's like trying to comfort her after that whole interaction because yeah. it was uncomfortable. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then their fifth interaction and only second one-on-one time in this book uh, is like a hundred pages later. And it is when she is talking to Theon about how Amelia is dying. And he's also like there again, comforting her. And then that is the last interaction we get before they declare their undying love for each other. And Theon dies. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay. And they do. So I forgot to say they had a very passionate two kisses. Yeah. Um, one right after the other. He's like, I'm in love with you. I want to live the rest of my life with you. Very passionate makeout. And then he dies. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so funny how immediate it is. It's it, it's insane. hilarious to me. Like <laughs> Magnus immediately murders him. And then also I I felt I, like this was gonna happen a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I don't think Theon's gonna make it. And, because I was honestly like Jonas and Cleo have too much chemistry. Yeah. (laughs) And you were right. The Theon, I think, oh, that's why I'm giving Morgan a pass because I feel like we were not intended to really buy the romance because he's Mm -hmm. going to die. Also, I think Cleo's in a weird space where she's like, anybody who's not Aaron looks awesome to me. And Mm -hmm. also I'm stressed out because my sister's dying. Yeah. And And Theon has saved her multiple times and he's really hot. So it's like guy. Like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely like puppy love. (laughs) Yeah. He's fine. Mm -hmm. He's it's puppy love. But it's also the first time that Cleo at least believes that she's felt those feelings. So it's still pretty significant. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Do I think that they actually had an undying love for each other? No, absolutely. But not. she believes that she did, and he believed that he did, and that's all that matters. Because you know what? He's dead now. He's so. dead. Yeah. Also, can we then talk we'll... about the fact that Amelia was in love with um, Theon's dad? Yes. Because <laughs> I was like, I don't like this. I think that is one of the weirdest <laughs> things that nobody ever mentions as being weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Amelia was like what is like a year older than Theon. Yeah, she yeah. is like nineteen, and Theon's dad is presumably like at least in his late 30s like yeah he has to be yeah and, so- and then he died and then amelia was heartbroken and amelia by the way believes that she's dying of a broken heart because of that yes i'll give more credence to their romantic relationship than to cleo and theon's but <laughs> yeah. it's i mean they did it first weird. so yeah they had it first they had dibs so on that it eternal is- undying love thing yeah it's so interesting in their fifth and final interaction they're kind of discussing that <laughs> she's like my sister was in love with your dad and Theon is weirdly cool about it he's He's like like, yeah I always thought he was probably having an affair now I know why he couldn't tell me and that's like all that said he's not like what the hell well let's make out (laughs) yeah I feel like ew I don't know this works anymore with us like shut up Magnus lover shut up (laughs) yeah Kendall you have to say shut up you (laughs) don't know they are in love you don't okay. know him like i know him oh. he goes through a lot <laughs> i also you know what maybe add, so did theon's dad like so before that theon dies and they uh, declare their undying love jonas actually does kidnap cleo for like yes. 0.2 seconds cleo <laughs> it's so funny i love this scene because i'm in love with clonus 
uh, Jonas Same. and Cleo together. That is. I'm gonna say I don't love the name Clonus. <laughs> I hate that name that. too. It's bad. It's unfortunate. Why can't we change it to Geo or something? <laughs> Geo. Like it's not a lot better, but it's a little better. Something with oh, their last yeah. names, maybe I don't know. Well, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, what is what is Be- Cleo's last name? Bellos. Bellos yeah, and Agalon. Bellos. Bagalon. Agalos. Okay, they, I guess this is not working. Clonus, yeah. I see why this we have. Oh, oh god, it is so funny though because like Cleo it. again starts running away as she does probably five times in this book. She's and really Jonas tackles this. her to the ground and she hits her head, and he's like, "Oops!" and then throws her in a shed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they have their chemistry on the brief point two seconds that he does manage to kidnap her is like, are you guys feeling this? And they're like, we hate each other. And I'm like, I don't think you guys are seeing what I'm They have like yeah. insane chemistry. And can we just, yeah. I just want to say it, Haley. I'm just going to say it. Okay. When they make out later on, it is like the best making out you have ever read in your life. Yeah. It is crazy good. It's so true. Oh my god. Yeah. I would scream but I don't want to blow up my mic. Like so I've even gone back happens. and reread the scenes and I don't even shit endgame, but I'm like, wow, this is the best makeout I've ever read. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you ship what what's the one for Magnus and Cleo? Uh, Magneo, thank you. Magneo. <laughs> it's weird that you're putting I, emphasis on the Neo. I would say Magneo. 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 That sounds like a villain in a Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Magnum. I mean, they're extremely chaotic together. I'll say it. So Nick and Cleo do get back. So Nick is, by the way, he's helping. After obviously. Magnus, like, murders Theon, and then Cleo, like, oh, that's knocks right. him over, and then she's, like, going to kill him. But then Nick shows up and is like, no, 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 don't kill him. And then Magnus yeah. is like, oh, my God, thanks for not killing me, dude. And he just yeah. <laughs> knocks him out. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what happens. Nick was very much Nick to the rescue. And I'm like, based on this, shouldn't you be madly in love with Nick now? (laughs) Um, But at last she is not. She's like, no, we're just friends. And I'm like, "Mm, you don't know anything, sweet child. Nick is like, Um, interesting because I would die for you. (laughs) Yeah, that's interesting because I I would lay my life on the line for you. And I have, and I don't even really believe in magic. And I came on this journey with you. (laughs) Oh, God. Um, very much a notice me senpai thing with Nick <laughs> Nick towards Cleo. Um, so they end up back. I know. But he sad. loves him so much, though. Like, they're... Yes, but as a friend. Yeah. This is, like, the one of the most hardcore friend zones I've seen in a while <laughs> in a book. Yeah. I was like, I mean, yeah, this was a pretty I, hardcore listen, friend zone. Every single character in this book is described as being extremely hot, except for Nick. So there's no... <laughs> so that's why you love him. He Nick. had no chance. Uh, so they're back in Oranos. I was going to make a joke about him being burned for a witch because he wasn't as hot as the others, but I thought it might be in bad taste. <laughs> that is very funny considering things that happen later on. <laughs> wow, I'm so prophetic. They're back in Oranos. He's like, her dad's like, thank God you're not dead. And she's like, yeah, but I didn't get the grape seeds. So she thinks. And uh, that's sad. And now ugh, what happens? Battle is brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, the armies are amassing in Oranos to storm the castle. Um, Magnus has just come back from failing his father. And um, so he's crushed that he is a disappointment to his father. 
And uh, Lucy is like, I will comfort you, Magnus. I love you more than anyone else. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm so glad to hear this because guess what? We're not related by blood. I'm in love with you. And I have been for a very long time. Then he kisses her and she's like, bro, literally, bro. Absolutely not. And so he's like, but you said that you love me. (laughs) It is so horrible. I was listening to the audiobook and I had to pause it. She's like was so upset and I forgot I was like no 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 Oh, yeah, God. and so he's like, but you said that you love me more than any other. And she's like, yeah, as a brother. And I'm like, oh, Magnus, this was not, you did not read the room here at no, all. not at all. Um, so then now after this, they both assume that they hate each other. He's like, well, she probably hates me now. So I'm just going to be, I'm just going to embrace like the blood prince thing. <laughs> and I am just going to be the biggest dick that's ever she been a dick since said, my father. I'm going to allow this experience to turn me evil. Yeah. <laughs> he he- literally... He literally did that. That was an origin story right there. It was the rejection from his sister. sister. Don't you hate when that happens? God, it's just the worst. Absolutely. Yeah. This scene is so painful because Magnus does not stop. He does not stop. Lucia is like, "You're my brother," and he's like, "But we're not related." And she's like, "I love you unconditionally as a brother." And he's like, Mm -hmm. "We can be together. I love you. I like think about you all the time." And she's like. Like, bro, seriously. She's like, do not talk to me me. like this again. And (laughs) they're talking for four pages about this, okay? Like, it just keeps going. And I got a lot to figure out. When will it stop? Insane. And like, I don't understand how he could possibly have thought this Mm. would work. Like, yeah, I don't know. What was he thinking? I have no idea. And now Lucy is like, well, now my brother, who I love more than anyone, and also my only friend, hates me. Yeah. And Magnus is like, well, Lucia obviously hates me because she doesn't love me back romantically, so I'm going to be evil now. Um, yeah. Okay, so that's what Magnus is doing. Make- so now Magnus is like, I'm going to go kill some people <laughs> now that I've killed one person. I'm going to go kill a bunch. Yeah. And his dad's like, I've never been prouder of you, son. Yay, I'm so glad that you've Yay. embraced being evil. <laughs> yeah enough with being like, cool. conflicted about morals <laughs> yeah let's just be evil together father-son duo so they're in ornos like battling killing all the people um lucy is still there like god i wish my brother didn't hate me for not loving him back romantically um and magnus is like i don't need feelings i'm just gonna kill people and um that's Cleo is, you know, trying to hang out with her sister. They have like a sweet little like kind of like bonding moment. And I was like, Cleo, don't leave the room. She's going to die. I felt like that was like the vibe of it. And then she did leave the room and then Amelia did die. Mm-hmm. So Whoopsie that Daisy. was sad. <laughs> yeah. And, but then immediately after um, Amelia dies and Cleo does not know that yet, Cleo is in her room and finds that she does have the grape seeds that, uh, Irina sent them with her and with a little note saying, sorry, I couldn't tell you who I was. I really feel bad for your sister, though. Here's these two magic healing grape seeds. So then Cleo's like, oh, my God. Yes, yeah. she runs back to Amelia and Amelia is already dead. Oh, it is so tragic. Is it's awful. so bad. And then and then she does the thing. I'm like, why? I don't really understand why she uses both of the grape seeds still to try and bring her sister back to life. And I was like, girl, those were magic grape seeds. She was already dead. Yeah. Like I get trying like one grape seed. Yeah. But both? If she could have... See, Cleo really fumbles the bag with these grape seeds because if she had found out that she had them, she could have saved Theon and her sister. But then Mm. the 
even if she didn't do that, even if she hadn't given him to her sister, she could have saved her dad. <laughs> yes, this is, spoiler, she could have saved her dad in like a couple chapters or a few pages or however long it is. And yeah. I was like, girl, why would you do that with the magic grape seeds? Oh my God. So that's pretty crushing. Um, the castle is stormed. Uh, there was like this like magic around the gate that they had actually, that the king of Oranos had hired a witch to put on the castle basically to protect it. And then Cleo's like, oh my God, I didn't even know that you believed in magic and witches. And he's like, yeah, I secretly do. Bless you, Haley. Bless you. <laughs> I tried to um, mute myself. Did it? Mute? You did mute yourself. I just saw you sneeze, and I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and I heard sneeze. it from the other room. <laughs> oh, okay. well, now that She's we're like, all you talking did not about put it, it. <laughs> Haley sneezed. You guys, Haley sneezed. sneezed. Everyone. Ugh. Um. So the castle is being stormed. Um. Cleo and Nick are trying to escape. Uh. Her father dies. She learns about the magic, and then her father dies. Actually. So in order to storm the castle. The whole reason King Gaius is now like on board with all this Elementia stuff is yeah, because, stuff, yeah. yeah, Lucia is like this all powerful sorceress and he finds out mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I can use this to my advantage. And so yeah. Lucia is actually the one that creates like a huge explosion and breaks yeah. through the barrier. Yes. So, mm-hmm. And then she's like unconscious for a very long time because mm-hmm. it used all of her little baby sorcerer's powers. Oh, and she just healed Magnus yeah. and some other kind of friends again. Yeah. Because Magnus had been injured. So he, he was going to die. And then Lucia's like, I still love you as a brother. He, he's like, oh. She's better she than just let him die. Like, for real. Like, I, what makes me so mad I get about it. it. I would have still saved him. But <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I guess I would have. Taken, but what makes me mad about it is that. He spends so long being, like, mad because he's, like, well, you know, she probably hates me, so I'm just going to act like I hate her, too. When I'm, like, okay, you are the reason all of this is messed up, and now Lucia has nobody because you guys were extremely codependent, and you're her only friend. So not only did you try to kiss your sister but now you've ruined her life because she doesn't have any friends to talk about it with her yeah. anything and she's even like like let's just only be siblings from now on let's just pretend this didn't happen she's like let's try to ignore he's like no i want you to love me romantically or nothing or i'm gonna be evil and she's like well you're not gonna yeah. be evil i guess but like <laughs> he literally like basically says this i have the page in front of me he literally says to Lucia it's not wrong and she's like I don't feel the same toward you and then he goes but someday you might <laughs> like oh, dude oh, are you man. freaking me I'm not gonna lie there was a friend in college who said that to me when I was like I'm sorry I don't have those feelings for you he was like but you might sometime and I was like <laughs> no uh, I don't think I'm gonna oh my god part of the mummy and then you know like, he did go through a bitter phase after that actually everyone was oh. like wow he's like he gets really upset a lot now in- he's really mm-hmm. moody and i was like no oh, that feels like <laughs> <Well>, my fault <laughs> in his evil era his evil prince of blood era his evil- nice <laughs> yeah. not a good reaction boys i don't know we've talked about this probably every other episode yeah Magnus- if she rejects you it is not an excuse to become evil <laughs> yes okay like so true like he's te- this is a textbook example yeah this is textbook you guys this is what we're talking about mm-hmm. do not pull a madness oh. do not do it please do not pull yeah you do not Although want apparently to be kendall has more grace for you than the rest of us do so. listen i'm with you guys at the moment no i'm not team magnus i'm just saying as the books progress god i just feel like i don't know you at all now you know 
we'll see how you feel after you read them. Ash is totally going to be on my side. I feel like I am because I'm already like, what if Jonas and Cleo were together? And right oh, now yeah. I have no indication of that ever happening. And I'm still like, but what if? Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, well, so buckle cute. up, baby. <laughs> so excited. Okay, so the Lucia um, heals Magnus, then like breaks through the witch's like protection spell. Um, she's now unconscious because it took everything. And King Guy's like, I knew I adopted her for a reason. Excellent. <laughs> Can we just establish right now if there's any doubt in anyone's mind? He does not care about his children no. in any way, shape, or form except to use them. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh, he doesn't give a yes. shit. No. No. He occasionally tries to convince them that he does. And Lucia and Magnus are so starved for affection. They're like, oh, daddy does love me. Yeah. He doesn't. Quintessential daddy clear. issued children here. They, they are yes. so messed up. Yeah. <laughs> very, very messed up. Oh, also, by the way, the one who gave him the scar was his father. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's important. Yes. Zuko energy. Yeah, that happens. Mm-hmm. He, like, yeah. um, mess him. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> because I love Zuko. <laughs> oh, Ash, don't give in. <laughs> was, Zuko, was Zuko not horrible in season one? Like, come on. Well, yes. Was he in love with his sister, though? Listen. No. <laughs> There's so much I can forgive. This is my one thing. <laughs> and until it. now, I thought it was your one thing, too. So it I was. It was. He's. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Let's oh god, see. I will I'm gonna I'm gonna say something at the when I do like at the very end of the summary, I do have a thing to say that I think that you'll appreciate, Kendall. Okay. But it's fine. I'll get there. <laughs> I'll fine. be alone in my principles. <laughs> but to say you're over here and you're like looking like you're getting more and more bitter, and I'm like, oh no, she's turning evil. She's turning Limrose. <laughs> Uh, they're in the castle. Cleo's dad dies. Um, basically, at this point, uh, the only thing we see with Jonas really is that he's like, "Uh oh, I think I made a mistake somewhere <laughs> along the lines. This is not going how hmm. I expected it to go." I used a ten-year-old sees... die in my arms. <laughs> yeah, an eleven-year-old dies in his arms, and it's awful from his village. And he's like, "Wow!" And the the kid is like, "I just wanted to serve." I think he says like the king of Limros, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's like, wait a minute, that's not even our country. Like, what are we even fighting for here? And he's like, you volunteered while you're so brave. And the kid's like, no, I was drafted. And Jonas is like, this is not what I planned. This is the first of about uh, 76 uh, losses for Jonas either. Um <laughs> Oh, Jonas. I And I really enjoyed his revolutionary energy, too. This is just so disappointing for him. The energy stays. The... <laughs> The winds. That's unfortunate. Oh. It's just not effective. So he goes and he's like, yo, uh, Chief Basilius, almost father-in-law. Um, Maybe we shouldn't be doing this. I just saw a kid die. I feel like maybe we should need to reassess. I feel like what King Gaius is going to do is betray you and take all of Oranos for himself and also take all of uh, Palesia for himself. Is that, are you getting that vibe at all? And Chief Basilius is like, absolutely not. But I'm looking forward to you marrying my erotic snake dancing daughter. And he's like, great. I'm not looking forward to that either. I feel like everything's going wrong. (laughs) So that's what's happening with Jonas. Uh, And then, and then, um, the armies storm the castle. They take over. Cleo manages to flee. She is now the queen of the rightful queen of Oranos uh, and the only surviving 
like royal family member basically uh and jonas is like we see him kind of like after the castle's been overtaken and like the armies are just kind of moving in and like it, we're coming down from the climax a little bit and he's like so maybe i need to find the princess slash now queen and maybe i need to just like have a chat with her and be like what can we do about this i might have made a mistake <laughs> um so he's like yeah okay i gotta get a hold of cleo somehow i gotta find her um and then the king is like uh King Gaius is like, uh, I'm also need to find the princess just so I can, you know, make sure I have her under my thumb. And he like gives this speech that everyone's like, yay, good king speech. He's going to be nice to everybody and share. But he also, by the way, right before this, just murdered Chief Basilius. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And hung his body out in the field just so that the people of Palesia know you're my people now. You have no chief. Ooh. Yeah. And so. he made everyone swear fealty to him or else get murdered. But Jonas and Brian yes. escaped. So, mm-hmm. Yes, they escaped. Thank goodness. Um, and then I really thought Cleo was going to get away. Uh, that did not happen. Magnus is still in the middle of daddy issue phases, apparently. And um, he catches her. Uh, and so I will say there's a teeny flicker of chemistry between them at the end of this, where she says something like, I'll see you dead. Oh, and he's like, I'll, I'll see you at dinner. dinner. Yeah, yeah, that was a good line. Which was pretty. That was, was good. Part of it was just the line was so good. But I was like, wait, is there going to be chemistry? I was like, hang on. Does this mean in the next book we're going to have some like chemistry fueled bickering over dinner? Because I'm OK with that. So I don't think you're prepared for what happens in the next one, Ash. Like I'm no, I'm not. I was not prepared for this either. And I really wasn't prepared for your confession. <laughs> the I specifically remember when I first read this like eight years ago, it was so powerful to me. The last chapter when because Cleo is like in the crowd, King Guys is being evil. He's like speaking like a speech to all these like peasants now that are under yeah. his like control. And Jonas, she actually looks to her side and sees Jonas like 10 feet away. And he kind of does like this number where he like, like puts his finger on his mouth and is like, don't say anything. And he like walks up (laughs) over to her and he's like, what does he say? He's like, like, be ready. Like, yeah, yeah, we're going to like, let's be ready and we'll work together basically is the vibe. And it's just yeah. so funny because he fades into the crowd and immediately Magnus is at his, <laughs> her other shoulder and captures her. It's it so funny how quick it happens. Because <laughs> it's like the coolest thing ever. You're like, oh yeah, they're going to be rebellious yeah. and get him. And then Magnus yeah. is like, hello there. And Cleo's like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> well, it makes a little bit of sense too because Jonas was like, okay, I'll come for you soon. Be ready. And I was like, why Why not now? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. Can I'm she like- come too? <laughs> Wait, what? That's so true. Why did he just yeah, take it? <laughs> yeah. And so it makes me think that it was part of his, I, I thought maybe it's part of his plan for her to get captured and taken to the castle mm. for a little while until he's ready to come get her. That's what I thought, maybe. But You're giving him not, too much credit, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think- well, then he's a straight idiot. Why yes. wouldn't he just take her with him? He's like, be ready. I'll come for you soon. And I was it's like, what about now? He has no plan and he's just like wanting to be cool. That's what happened. Yeah. That's Jonas's whole vibe. Yeah, like either the worst plan you've ever heard or no plan. And Mm -hmm. then like (laughs) just a lot of charisma and rage though. Yeah, and hotness. Yeah, Yeah, he does have a lot of charisma. Um, Hence him seducing the erotic snake dancing daughter of Chief Basilius. (laughs) Um, How many times can we say that? (laughs) (laughs) 
it just felt so random. I was like, no, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. This just felt like if you mixed up a hat of like different occupations and like random objects. Yeah. And then Morgan just pulled a few out and she was like, ooh, erotic dancer, snakes. Ooh, I know just what to do for this character. I do think it's funny too because like her dad is like in charge of the whole country and she's out here like at random taverns like dancing with snakes. This is what I'm saying also. (laughs) I was like, does your dad know you're here? But apparently he doesn't. He doesn't care. But I'm like, shouldn't you at least be dancing in the castle? Like, what is? Yeah. What is your life? It's just weird. Um, just weird. <laughs> but she had a soft spot for Jonas, obviously. Well, he's so hot. You know, he's so hot. Yeah. yeah. The way she said it was weird too. She took him to the castle and she's like, "Daddy, daddy, can I keep him?" And I'm like, "Ew, Ew. I know, gross." <laughs> he's like, "Whatever you want, I know. my perfect darling daughter." <laughs> it was so go dance with your snake. So funny whenever uh, like Chief Basilius and like Brian and Jonas went with Gaius to go meet with King Corvin of mm-hmm. Aranos. And he was like, "Who the hell are these random boys?" <laughs> and he was like, oh, "This is my son." And Brian was like, <laughs> like laughing about it. And Jonas is like, oh, oh, no, so no, 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 no. So funny. <laughs> oh God. Well, that's um, that's Falling Kingdoms yeah, by Morgan Rhodes. Yeah. yeah, it was good. I enjoyed. Can it you believe we're here from the beginning? <laughs> from Palesia no. at a wine selling. <laughs> this is what I'm saying about this book. Is this was. Like, just, like, the plot of this book is usually what, like, an actual epic fantasy series would take, like, five or six books to get Mm -hmm. to that last big battle. Yes. So I'm just really glad that we did it in one book. Yes. Yeah. That's what is so crazy about this series, because, like, there are six books, Ash. Six. Six. And they're all this fast-paced, like... Oh my god! Okay, yeah, I have to read it. This could be like a well, new maybe not quite this fast, me. but there, there, a lot happens, you know. Yeah, still, I guess it should be noted at the end. Uh, King Gaius basically says he's going after the kindred now. He thinks they're in Ornos. Oh, he yes. wants the kindred to like rule the over everything people. more than he already yeah. kind of has now. Yeah. I guess he's like, and he wants the ultimate power. Enough. And Cleo has a new yeah. ring that her dad gave her. That used to belong yes. to the sorceress Eva, and now Cleo mm-hmm. is going to look for the kindred too to regain mm-hmm. their kingdom. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So Good for lots her. of stuff going on that we're going into the next book with. What would you guys say your favorite and least favorite parts of this book was? I mean, least is there any is- debate about the least favorite? <laughs> least favorite is so like obvious. Um, oh, Magnus's confession of love for his sister. That bothers yeah, you? yeah. Is I that think what it Magnus is? kissed. Seeing Lucia on the mouth, um, yeah, probably got to be the yeah. worst mm-hmm. part. And then turning mm-hmm. evil in the exact same scene mm-hmm. because she didn't return his feelings. Yeah, that might be yeah. Miley's favorite too. Yeah. It's kind of a toss-up, but I think maybe that one. I it's a even... tough call, but I think I might agree with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, what about um, favorite scenes? See, this is hard because okay, it's difficult for this. I'll say it like rereading it was so fun for me because I would remember stuff like right before it happened or like as it was happening. So like while I was listening, because I, I listened to the audiobook, like I just kept going like yes, like about random uh-huh. stuff that was going on. <laughs> like really I don't good. know, I'm just getting so pumped. My favorite part. I think was every time that Cleo got captured. I was like, this is really funny. You think that she's not going to run away? You're hysterical. Oh, you look so handsome. Look at this man with his Irish cap. Come here. Come here. No, you're busy. You're 
I want to show you off. God. Hello, hi. Oh, hi. hi. I know the mu the mustache is oh, yeah. new, but look at this nice. Oh, like oh that's a good look. And, nice and, and he's wearing a Gryffindor shirt. This is why I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> it's not always evident the Overlord, but that's why. <laughs> Uh, yeah, every time that they that they capture Cleo and she's like, that's so cute. You think I'm not going to find a way to get out of this? <laughs> yeah, I think I like the part, like, sorry to Theon, but right after Theon dies, <laughs> was really good. Was so yeah, good. You're like, you know, when Theon, the hot beefcake guy dies, mm, favorite part. Like, seriously, though, that whole sequence you is know, so I, good. Almost mm -hmm. a tie for my least favorite part would have been when Theon and Cleo were like, I love you. And I'm like, no, you don't. Mm -mm. Yeah. Be quiet. You don't. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what my favorite part is. I remember when I first read it, I was so obsessed with the idea of Jonas and Cleo together that I read the part where Jonas kidnaps Cleo probably like upwards of 15 times. <laughs> Dude. Oh, I love when he kidnapped her. I was like, that. that's why I was like, okay, I can see that this is going to go. Places. Yeah. The makings are there. All oh my god! Pieces. But so were the makings at the very end with the whole yeah. "I'll see you dead, I'll see you at dinner." I was like, mm -hmm. "Okay, I don't know. Is something going to happen? Mm -hmm. Anything is better than the the weird brother sister love." <laughs> Please, something else besides that. <laughs> Morgan puts her little breadcrumbs, you know. She does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Jonas Cleo like dynamic is so good because it's like. Like he's like, I hate you, you spoiled princess, and she's like, Well, I hate you, you like peasant, ignorant scum. savage. And mm -hmm. then they're yeah. both like, like two seconds away from making out the whole time. You can like, yeah, tell it's, yeah. it's true. I they feel like it's very much like energy. Mia and uh, Chris Pine energy in Princess Diaries. <gasps> they're just like at each other's throats, oh but God, they just want to like so go for right. it. Oh, hang on, now I have to watch that movie today. <laughs> Oh my god, that's so true. It's it's that's funny. I feel like Cleo has the good ideas and Jonas has the energy. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just like, if you guys could just team up, maybe Jonas would be more successful. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh favorite least favorite characters? Favorite character, Nick. Least favorite character Aaron. I don't know. I hate that mm -hmm. bitch. Mm -hmm. Oh, King Gaius. King Gaius, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But honorable mention for Aaron. But, I think yeah. King Gaius and Aaron are both inducted into the hate squad. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. Gaius is like, at first, I think I like him in this one as a villain. Like, he's a very fun mm -hmm. villain for a while because he's, oh, he's so evil. Villain. Yeah. After a while, mm -hmm. you do just want him to die. But, like, at yeah, this point in the true. series, I'm like, he's fun at least. You know, Aaron, I just hate. Yeah. My favorite character is. Uh, is Cleo, but not just because the main character, because I was like, I first thought, hang on, Cleo's got princess main character energy. I'm going to like her. And then I was like, oh, no, she's kind of like a spoiled brat a little bit. I don't think <laughs> I'm going to like her. She doesn't do anything useful. And then I was like, hang on, wait, she's really good at like taking care of herself. And I did not see this coming from her. So I think Cleo actually is my favorite character, but there's so many really good ones. Yeah. So there's like a lot of competition. Cleo's great. Uh, least favorite um, King Gaius and Aaron. For very yeah. different reasons, but yeah, least favorite definitely King Guys and Aaron, and then I don't know. I love the thing is I love Nick. Nick has never failed me. I love him so much. Nick deserves to be yeah. my favorite character. As much as I love Jonas, <laughs> I truly love Nick so much as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of like Nick deserves for Cleo to be in love with him, but she's not. Yeah. Nick deserves to be the favorite character <laughs> on this podcast, but yeah. he still didn't get it. I will give him an honorable mention, though. Nick deserves he everything. It. He does. Oh, always the bridesmaid, never the bride. So true. <laughs> he third wheels his way through like the whole series almost, except for. Yeah. Except for. Things would happen. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, favorite quotes. Time for favorite oh, quotes. Oh, yeah. Well, I do have to say the one at the end is so good, though. Like, I screamed a little bit. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll see you at dinner. That, that yeah, is, I'll, so see, I'll see you at dinner. Like, yeah. hell. Sorry, I did I will again. say I mean, this I about again. Magnus. Like, for as I much as I that. hate that guy, he has the best lines, like, throughout the entire series. Morgan was just like, I love Magnus and I will give him the coolest shit to say. He does love him. You can like, you can tell. I picked one that I thought was a good favorite quote in the way that one you might find on Goodreads, but um, I didn't find it on Goodreads. Towards the end when Cleo comes back from her trip, her dad is like, oh my God, Cleo, you're back. Because he thought that um, (laughs) King Guys had kidnapped her (laughs) to kill her. Mm And he's freaking out and he goes, um, I thought you'd be so angry with me. And he says, I am angry. But to see you alive and well and return to me is the answer to all my prayers. So my happiness that you're safe is more powerful than any anger. Love is stronger than anger. Love is stronger than hate. Stronger than anything. Remember that. Which I thought was nice. That's nice. That is a good one. I found one that I marked when I was reading. And I will say, I forgot about this, but this is like probably my favorite part in the book as well it's when magnus has just killed theon and it's the best it's the best part why is everyone coming back to poor theon's death like the little beefcake didn't do anything wrong sorry to this theon but he had no like (laughs) he did everything he didn't have the pizzazz baby Mm -mm. where was the razzle dazzle okay anyway (laughs) it was no razzle dazzle from him it's after oh god so magnus has just stabbed theon cleo is distraught obviously and she like kind of pushes magnus's and gets him off kilter and he's like stunned and then uh magnus is like on the ground and cleo has the sword in her hand that he used to kill theon with and is gonna kill magnus and nick is like no cleo don't you don't want to do this to yourself and magnus is like on the ground looking up <laughs> at nick and he goes <laughs> he says Thank you. I'll remember your assistance today. And then it says, Nick glared down at him. I didn't do this for you, asshole. He turned the sword around and bashed Magnus in the head with the hilt. That's good. Asshole. Very crazy. Uh, I know. I was like, ooh, I don't know if I've ever read asshole in like a fantasy book before. I'm liking this. Nick's like, screw you, dude. Every time Nick and Magnus talk in any of the books, it's hilarious to me. Like, they always are so funny oh my god i like it um well i think my the quote that stood out to me the most is the one i already said at the end about the i'll see you dead i'll see you at dinner mm. i feel like that's a lot of they see that to me is couple energy i feel like there's days when javi and i have that energy for each other i'll see you dead which is just very <laughs> funny i'll see you at dinner okay bye. Um, <laughs> see you later but uh the other quote that I do remember, and I wish I remembered who said it, but I love it because it popped up here again, is um, hate is such a strong emotion, much more powerful than indifference. But those who burn with hate can also love just as intensely, can't they? When you hate or love, do you do so with all your heart so much that it feels as if you might die from it? That might be Sabina's line, actually, to I think, Magnus. I think, I, I think, yeah, right? 
I think it is. I think it is too. Gives me a uh, Jonas vibes because he spends the entire book mm-hmm. being completely obsessed with uh, with Cleo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like yeah. he's like I hate her. But then he just like thinks about her all the time, and he's always talking about how exactly. her, like what her hair looked like. And yeah. Stuff. <laughs> this is yeah. I'm like which I don't want to I don't want to cast this on Jonas, but this is what we call a toxic relationship where you can't tell the difference between hate and love. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna hope that he's he's gonna learn though, not just not know the difference, but yeah, where there is hate, there is potential for love. I, they are. Oh my god, I I think I'm just gonna reread the second one just for the cloness, to be honest, because it is so (laughs) off the charts. Like, are you just trying to get back? No, like I'm so serious. I've always thought I I've always maintained this, Haley, haven't I? That I yeah, she's right. Yeah, <laughs> I may be a Magneto at heart, but like I love me some Clonus as well. Mm-hmm. Well, how could you not? I'm curious to see if I like Magneto though, because like I said, if not for the whole sibling love thing, Magnus is totally my usual. It'd type. be a lot easier so to forgive not him. yours. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. so not your type. I know. But whatever. <laughs> I love that you're branching out. It's good to see. Um, I guess when you read it when you were like a junior. Yeah, he's like my one example of a character like this. I would almost, but I think it's because there is no like sweet boy. Like Jonas isn't yeah. like really sweet. So yeah. like it would be like if Nick no. wasn't gay. <laughs> so <I'm spoiled. laughs> oh, so Nick is gay. Ah, oh, I see. I think he's bi. I guess he's bi. I don't know. <laughs> the best character. It's the best. Oh, what a sweet man. I hope he has a happy ending. <laughs> no i don't like it i don't like it i don't like it you guys oh i'm gonna rewrite his ending anyways in my there was way too much silence and way too much just like deer looked into the camera like we were on the office <laughs> yeah you'll have to read it for yourself um well what did we learn from this book not okay to love your sibling in a no. sexual way yeah I mean, how many times have we given the incest is bad lesson this Listen, season? Guys, every episode. I, I'm sick of having to repeat myself. Like, where's, <laughs> how did we end up back here again? I know because every of- every <laughs> every episode we're like we we've been over this, you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess on a more real note, we could say it's not good to be led by rage and vengeance mm-hmm. as your yeah. primary method of decision making. Because sometimes that will come back to bite you. Wow. Yeah, so I think decisions that you make when you're angry, like or like that you make like when you're depressed, either way, when you're emotionally compromised, they mm-hmm. might have like a good intention. Like revolution in this case is not a bad idea necessarily, but the plan was so short-sighted mm-hmm. because rage and depression are temporary feelings. So your plan is almost never going to be like a really methodical, well thought out one that accounts mm-hmm. for all circumstances. That's true. Our sweet boy Jonas, that did not happen for him at all. Uh, so maybe just don't make big decisions when you're mad. They will probably not be decisions that turn out the way you expect them to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See, these are good things, you guys. You guys are so mm-hmm. smart. Yeah. What's another <laughs> yeah. one? Uh, uh, See, I want to say my thing that I say every episode again of, uh, don't hate the girl for not liking you yes, back. Yes, you're not allowed that, we to react the, that way to rejection. You are not allowed to think, like, how dare she not like me back? Mm-hmm. Look, Nick is a great example of this. Our sweet boy's been friend-zoned so many times, and he deserves to have someone who loves it's him. It's so true. And he yeah. never turns it around on Cleo. Never. Okay, no. this is And he never. would never, because he loves and her he so much. never. 
Yeah. Yes, because he's wonderful. His is a pure love. Magnus has the yes. it's pure. Magnus's love is messed up in so many ways. Yes. Um he so many mm-hmm. things we can learn from Magnus to not do. Just like what like, he, everything he does, don't do that. Yeah. That's- yes. Overall lesson, if Magnus did it, don't, don't do, do it. it. Oh, you know, so. we didn't even mention this. Magnus does one singular good thing in That's this book. right. So one Magnus like sidebar here. Uh in Limeros, in the palace, Magnus has this maid that he is oh, yeah, uh, sleeping right. with also. I am so Magnus is a huge He would slut. never be... If he did not do what he did about this, this one good thing, then I could never be on his team ever. He has moments where you're like, I know that you're not as evil as your dad. Some, like, I know you are not. Some Zuko moments. He has yeah. some Zuko yeah. moments, but it's like he doesn't yeah. do the right thing more often than you would hope. <laughs> Yeah. So Magnus has this maid that is kind of like his spy. She is kind of listening out. They sleep together. She tells him what's going on. Her name is Amia. And uh, King Gaius actually kidnaps her and is like, hey, I'm going to kill this girl. Torture (laughs) her, actually. In front of you. And Magnus is like, oh, maybe let's not do that. And he's trying to like, play it off as like he's indifferent so that King Gaius yeah. doesn't like sense that in him and then like kill her anyway out of spite yes. or like to mess with him. Would. Yeah. Um. But yeah, she ends up getting off and Magnus is able to actually sneak her out of the castle and he's like, just get away from here. Like this carriage is like going to take you far yeah, away. Yeah, he gives yeah. her like money and stuff. Yeah. And then that part where she's like, why don't you come with me? And I'm like, Girl, I am so sorry for you, but like, why are you so invested? Like, I know. He's never been nice to you. Yeah, it's sad. He definitely just used her, and she did not realize that he was using her. Mm-hmm. I feel like when his father was threatening to cut out her eyes, and he didn't say anything, I feel like that's when you go, maybe I'm being used. Yeah. And there's a whole part at the beginning where, like, she says something that is like, I don't even remember what she says, but it's like, you know, out of line or whatever, and he like. Mm-hmm grabs her and like shoves her up against the wall no and he was like this is not a good boy i was like are you serious right now and then she's like sorry you want me to come (laughs) have sex with you later and i was like are you kidding me no absolutely not (laughs) sick and twisted yeah it is sick and twisted oh pinky's up pinky's up pinky's up i give this four pinkies up i think it's a solid four i think it's better than average I don't think it's superb. Okay. Like I like the fact that it is very fast paced and like a lot of things happen. I think there are some like maybe shortcomings in the plot possibly, but I think overall it's good. The first book, very solid. I don't know if I can say that for the rest of the series. Well, which one is your favorite? Because this one's not my favorite, I don't think. I actually either think this one or the second one's my favorite. Yeah. Second I think Rebel awesome. Spring, maybe. All right. What about you, Limeros? I was going to give it 4.5 because I have such a fun time with it. This is like wow. exactly the kind of genre I like. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. feel like there's just so many things happening. And it's so exciting. And it's like, I love a, like multiple characters. Like, what's everyone mm-hmm. doing? Mm-hmm. I'm giving this book five pinkies up. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. I really liked it. I couldn't put it down. Oh, it's, it's I love rare. that. Like, that's my biggest thing. When I can't put a book down, I'm usually like, yeah, that's a five pinky up. Mm-hmm. Dang, I'm like, yeah, girl. put it down. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm I did so not expect that. Too. 
Yeah, so I- we went from my first impression of absolutely not to five pages. <laughs> it's huge news. I couldn't tell because, like, I was like, okay, I think actual love that it's so exciting and there's lots going on and it's fast paced yeah. and actiony. But then I couldn't tell if the like extreme violence and also incest stuff was the going extreme to extreme gore, um, violence, and sibling lovers yeah, was going to turn me off from the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was valid of you to be concerned about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could look past it because the book was really good. So great, Yay. I enjoyed it. Now I need to read we the did whole it. series. Yes, so. please, please, please. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so next week we're doing the Phantom of the Opera. The Phantom Ooh. of the Opera. Yes, in honor of Spooky Season because it will officially be October third when that episode comes Yay, out, spooky. and we are going to be joined by Carissa Harlow. Yay, Carissa! Yes. AKA Lewis, uh, my co-host over on our sister podcast, The Scripturian Society for Writers. So go check that out if you guys are a writer or you're into writing. But if you guys want to keep up with us during the week, you can do that. You guys can just follow us on Instagram and TikTok. We are That Pretentious Book Club. Uh, if you guys have book recs that you want us to consider for season five, you guys can email us at contact at storysirenstudio.com or message us on social. If you guys want to get some more exclusive, cool pod content, you can go to Patreon slash Story Siren Studio. That's where you can get all the video recordings like this one, which is, is spectacular <laughs> and has been fantastic. So we had an extra person, our pod nurse Haley. So thank Yay. you for joining us. Yeah, happy to yeah. be here. I love being on the pod. <laughs> That's good. I think that that is everything we've got for you guys. So until next week, keep your teacups full, your pinkies high, and, and your, your book, book club. club. Haley, pretentious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>